2: Welcome, everyone, to this very special edition of the Film Vault. Yes, it is a best of, but we have a full house here uh, in a little preview. They are all in town and all uh, gathered together. For the Film Vault family, Chris is coming to you soon, but today we're bringing you a classic episode, and first, flick fashions, Catching Up, etc., with... From left to right. It's Anna Vanikin. What's How are up? You? Yes, Florence Brummer. Hi. Mike Carano. Hello. He's here. Anderson, of course. Mm-hmm. And Avery, as always, bringing up the uh, the rear. Miss Dick. Indeed. Uh, thanks guys for all being here. We're excited to exchange some gifts in a future episode. But for now, Anderson, tell us what we're uh, doing here today.
3: Yeah, so next week we're all going to be together uh, magically again in the exact same location. And we're going to be doing our uh, annual White Elephant Gift Exchange, which is always a fan favorite every The year.
2: Film Vault Family Christmas.
3: I messed up the title again, and uh, <laughs> but today, uh, before we get to okay, the the episode that we're going to be playing is from July twenty seventh, twenty twelve. It's top five. Movies based on true stories, and which uh, by
2: the way I was saying we should update. That's a huge topic.
3: I listen to it, and uh, I don't. I don't like the show, and I don't recommend <laughs> anyone listening to it. Really,
2: we're still finding our feet. Why, feed why are we uh, posting about a podcast?
3: I mean it's it's an old it's an old episode. There's a lot a lot to glean. We uh, Brian talks about Mississippi Burning for the first time. He had never seen it. He also oh, talks yeah. about Dog Alan Day Park Afternoon. And... We're also uh, uh, reviewing uh, Dark Knight Rises that week. No shit. And then we have yeah. um, Brian miss movies. 1.0 um, uh, She comes on And uh, she green lights All sorts Or she red light Green lights All sorts of movies That have come out Since come out And it's fun to hear us um, Confused about all that stuff
2: Is this the first episode We ever had That features all Three incarnations Of our red light Green light This uh, might be sensor?
3: This yeah oh. For those pe- wow. Keeping score at home This is the first episode Very exciting
0: where Worlds collided All three red
3: light Green light uh, Variations of uh, Miss movie And uh, I get in trouble For calling all of you Miss movies People get upset Namely Geo. But um yeah, I I don't. It's an I,
4: inside I, joke that I'm not hit to.
2: What? Uh, Brian you remember Breanne, of course. Yeah. She was uh, Miss Movies, uh, like that was just her moniker. And when she left, Anderson decided to call every female uh, who walked so into our midst. So we're her, doing this. To move her
5: feelings.
3: No, it. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. But anyways, I listened to this episode uh, in preparation. I gotta find the spots that you know have the, the commercials and stuff that we gotta cut out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, there we go, go and ahead. then well, I was sitting on the court as well, Brian. Okay. It, was, it was a double issue, but uh, I I have I had a lot of growing up to do. i uh, embarrassed, very <laughs> embarrassed by many of the uh, <laughs> things that I found to be uh, comical. Or Why did you select or, this episode? I, it's just I, I just, that's I, what I keep wondering. Well, I mean, there's, they're all they're all the same guys. They're oh, all the they're same. They're all I, bad. <laughs> Brian had more energy, and he was more like I am a broadcaster, hear me roar. And I was just more like did edgy, lower edge, lordy guy. And it was just I, I cringe like. Ah, I hate them. However, Enjoy. you'll be, you'll, be, you'll be, a lot of good information to, to glean from them.
6: Merry Christmas.
3: But, before we get there, yes. here in real time, we, as in, uh, at least a few of us, are like, going to be talking oh, about... Like I want to hear from everyone uh, some movies that you would recommend here in the holiday season. And then I know that at least Avery, Mike Carano, and I are going to be talking about the latest cult documentary series, uh, limited series, Love Has Won.
6: I think Diana's seen it, too. I've
5: seen it, oh. too.
6: Oh, you have oh. seen
3: it as well. Okay, She'll cool. not
6: be talking, but she's a seen cult it.
5: kick right now.
3: So we're going to commandeer Sorry. the four mics. We have to share four mics through the Kyle board. I might
7: hand
2: this over to Carano.
7: You're, I don't know what you're
3: going to have to hand it over. So let's just start. Uh, Diana, you're covered. Because uh, you're gonna be talking, love is not okay. love is one.
0: Yeah, love is one. Uh,
3: Florence, what have you seen lately?
0: I've seen Thanksgiving and the Midnight Meat Train, which I thought both seemed very festive. Midnight Mate? Meat
3: Train has been up for uh, a possible watch along for quite some time.
0: Really? Oh, okay. What is yeah, that? I would be down for that. It would be perfect for a watch along, actually. Bradley Cooper, right? Yes. Bradley Cooper. Yes. It's very weird to see such a giant star in such a bizarre movie.
3: Yeah. Well, you. Uh, so tell us, okay, let, let's is hear Is it a recent? Bit. Is it like 10 years old?
0: It's about 15 years old. Oh, Jesus. Will you grab,
3: grab that mic? Because I can't have, I don't have headphones, so I don't I know. I
4: saw that at the Gay porn Theater on Santa Monica. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for that.
2: Thank you very much. <laughs> you
3: got it. Uh, so, Flores, yeah, tell us about a little bit of Midnight Meat Train and then Thanksgiving as well. Sure. Because we have not so covered
0: So, yeah, I'll start with Midnight Meat Train since it's the older one. The director is Ruhemi Kitamara. Not sure if I'm saying that right. This, to me, was a movie that suffers from a bad name. I had no desire to see this movie for years, but my brother and my daughter told me it was worth a watch. It has kind of an uneven tone. There's the one side of the movie where it's Bradley Cooper's story where he's a photographer who's kind of trying to chase down a serial killer. It has a very seven feel, and his girlfriend is Leslie Bibb, Brooke Shields is an art dealer. I thought she had a great role. But then the other giant part of the movie, probably like a third of the movie, is killings on a subway in a very Zack Schneider 300 type way. Mm. And, um, you know, the killer has a meat cleaver and when he hits someone with it, their like head squishes like a melon.
5: Yeah.
0: Mm. And the whole time, it the killings seem to be happening on a New York subway and you're like, hey... Why aren't there people anywhere, you know? Um, but you sort of get an explanation at the end. I recommend it for the fun of seeing Bradley Cooper. It's streaming free on a bunch of platforms like Tubi and Roku.
2: Mike, for, for context, are you aware that Florence loves horror films and you know, is the scream queen?
4: I wasn't aware, but she also has a, a really deep knowledge of director's styles that I'm just catching on to now. I don't think I could do that.
2: Well, Zack Snyder, I would say, has a pretty distinct style yet. Yeah? Like you you would you know when you see it like or you know it's what I said.
4: What? Never heard of him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what's being copied, like, oh that's a Zack Snyder look or feel or whatever.
6: Does Bradley Cooper use his original nose in this one?
0: Avery? You know what? I'm not sure. There is definitely <laughs> something different about Bradley Cooper's face now. Um this is, will be me. Oh, I was
6: talking about Maestro with his, oh, with the big oh, fake process. Oh, yeah. I it was gay. Yes.
0: Yeah. I feel like Bradley Cooper has had some sort of work done. It, his face always seemed like more narrow. Florence then, is going
2: down the Jeddah uh, I love that she's yeah. doing that in a,
4: yeah. in, a, in a hotel that he may be
0: at. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: have we said where we are? Have we said no, I don't, really, like, I don't We really are on the Chateau Moulin, a two bedroom suite.
0: I'm not trying to be mean. He's very handsome, obviously, but there's something a little bit different about his face now than from when he was younger.
6: It could be age. Could be aging. It could be. Thanks.
0: It could be Hollywood. Thanks. Yeah.
2: If Bradley Cooper is in this room with us, who would who would he be most attracted to? Me. Oh.
3: Diana.
0: No,
2: no. I think I don't know if if either one of you fit fit the bill.
3: Let's move on. to th- What do you want
0: to talk about Thanksgiving? Let's move on to Thanksgiving, please. <laughs> please. Right.
4: Avery if I was in this room.
0: <laughs> you two- are in this room. You are the- <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> Also, uh, so the, the Midnight Me Train is streaming for free on Pluto and
2: uh, Tubi, if you want to check that yes, out. Yes, it was mm-hmm. mentioned. Thank you very much for the update. All right, Les, you're on Thanksgiving.
0: This is a 2023 film directed by Eli Roth. Patrick Dempsey is in it, and Gina Gershon has a small role. There's lots and lots of young actors. I saw it the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I was going to skip this movie. I thought it was going to be a slog for some reason. I thought it was going to be like a lot of torture porn just for the sake of torture porn. So for for for
2: context, can we explain... This was—I don't know if you know, Mike. This was initially, yeah, the trailer right. from the uh, mm-hmm. Grindhouse that double
4: feature. It was my favorite trailer in that whole that whole Grindhouse it's double a, feature.
2: My favorite part of the whole yeah. double feature.
5: Yeah, me too.
0: I had a preconceived motion notion about this movie that it was going to have. I didn't want to see it before Thanksgiving because I thought it was going to ruin my appetite for Thanksgiving food. (laughs) Like It just was like this thing I had in my head. But this movie was such a delight. (laughs) I don't even eat turkey. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was so fun. It was fun, funny, played on horror tropes, had a lot of twists and turns. I basically called it in my head Scream colon Thanksgiving because it was like a Scream movie, very much so. The kills were over the top. But that was better for me than like someone tragically and sadly dying. Like On it was Thanksgiving. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 This was, this will sound weird, but this was a really fun activity for Thanksgiving weekend. I took my youngest <laughs> daughter to it. I saw it, and then I heard from Alex Simpson who wanted to know if I saw it. And I just wanted to mention that's a really great thing about this audience is that I'll hear from the audience quite a bit. Especially Alex.
3: Alex has a lot to
5: say. Yes.
0: Yes. He sent me some interviews of Eli Roth too, to listen. And I've heard from so many people who have seen something or recommended something to me or just wanted to chat. So I really enjoy that. But going back to Thanksgiving, a very, very high recommend, very high on the fun scale to use Brian's terminology.
4: Nice. Can I ask you a question? You saw it in the theater? I did. It just came
3: out.
0: Oh, I thought, a couple I weeks thought ago. that movie came out years
3: ago. No, they've been, they've been wanting
0: oh, it to wow. come out
4: okay. for a long
3: time. Okay.
6: Yeah, it's weird that they waited this long. Discussing.
3: Well, I, I, I've said this before, but I, evidently he had no plans on ever making a movie. It was just a stupid little funny joke of a trailer that they put together for Grindhouse. And then an people loved the idea of mm-hmm. it so much that they were like saying begging and yeah. begging and begging. And finally, they it
0: was that. a great execution of it. It was an audience. Thank yeah, was my favorite of the mm-hmm. trailers.
4: But Machete is what I was thinking about that got me into a movie almost oh, immediately.
0: Love
5: machete. Yeah. yeah.
3: Machete's different than Thanksgiving. It's a... A different yeah. movie. Yeah. Keep behind the
2: curtains here, Anderson. I'm just noticing this little scar too. by your <laughs> ear for the <laughs> first time. Did you just, do you have some work done? You have facelift or?
3: Oh, this like yeah. my little. Yeah. No, I had a I got I got a a bump in there that they had to like make sure it wasn't anything terrible. They do some a couple years ago.
2: Have this part of my
4: ear put down here. Mm -hmm. Oh wow,
2: symmetrical. That's bold. Yeah.
3: Okay, let's stop talking about anatomy. If people
0: aren't watching on YouTube, we are all very cozy, and that is why. (laughs)
5: Thank you, Florence. That is
0: why Brian is able to see behind Anderson's ear.
3: Yeah, I feel like we're a bunch of hippies in Laurel Canyon back in the 70s <laughs> right now. Kind of feels this, that way, right? If you haven't
2: dove into Save. the, uh, dived into the uh, Filmball YouTube page, this Divin- is a good opportunity because we're all Divin. here, we're all on the camera, all the famous, iconic Chateau Montmartre. Mm-hmm.
3: we got the beautiful Southern California sun uh, peeking in behind us, blue skies. It's like actually on my neck it feels ever. great. It's like an 85 degree day today, it's terrible. It's, yeah, it's like
6: it's the so hottest, day hottest day in a month.
3: I hate it.
0: Oh, pop, 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 pop. I wish it what did. Happened? It'd well, make it cuter that it never. I
3: think we can see up. where John Belushi uh, had his last moments, yeah, right? We,
0: we can. Yes. yes.
3: <laughs> Mike, you gotta stop talking off. off yeah, sorry, off sorry. sorry.
0: <laughs> Mike's talking into no microphone. Uh, yeah, if you stand on my balcony, you see the back of Bungalow Three and the driveway where they brought out John <gasps> Belushi's body.
7: Oh,
6: so
0: festive oh, on yeah. that note thanksgiving
7: <laughs> happy holidays
4: thanksgiving. All. i bought one of his teeth on ebay <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh.
3: all right speaking of teeth speaking of dead bodies speaking of creeps yeah. wait can I let's oh uh, you got something Brad bray
2: well i don't have to if you guys are going to do an extended discussion of your fucking cult movie
3: yeah well,
2: no go ahead god
3: no what do you got no i don't want to break it uh, the you probably want to have trolls too or something or
2: the Paw Patrol movie is 2013. 23- <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw that in the theater. Did you? Uh, I, so it was a birthday brave. party. It was very bad. Uh, uh, no go ahead. You want to hear what the cult film? All
3: right. Yeah. So can you? Uh, let's let's get mics for everyone who here, Mike. You all Mike needs a mic for this oh, one. Sure,
5: so. Yeah, but
2: and you and should talk to most. Can you? you
3: bring up like the IB, right, Because I don't have any of my yeah, yeah, devices. Yeah. Yeah. My phone and my computer are, are wrapped up for the uh, feed.
7: Hannah we just Olsen directed that. Jabby. Yeah.
4: Are you going to stop and start again, or? No, we're going right in. Right it. in. Okay, I'd like to just start by saying I am the true Father God. <laughs> MikeKumano.com <My toronto.com laughs> is where you can donate money if you believe me. And according to Netflix, three or four thousand people will believe me, and cha-ching.
7: Can I be your platonic mother That's god? Absolutely. Oh, thanks, buddy. Do you want me to start
4: create a whole family mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. anti-god and cousin sounds god? That's great.
7: And... god sounds bad. Yeah. yeah like, it, it does.
2: Like it, it does. I'll get
4: picketed by Christians yeah, and yeah. then they'll be like, oh, you don't mean anti, you That's mean so you A-U-N-T. Wanted.
2: You want it both ways, right? You like, uh, you remember Brian Bosworth and he had a used to sell t-shirts that Boz sucks. He's like, yeah, he gets about. I the don't remember the that.
4: Fans. I don't remember that, but I remember That's that he spelled it B O Z, and that a- drove B-O-Z. me nuts because there was no Z in it.
2: That's right, Bosworth B O S.
4: And then I remembered how it drove me nuts that I don't know anything about sports, but I'm familiar with Brian Bosworth. was well,
2: uh, a movie
3: star. Brian, you're talking off. Okay. Disaster. Do you want me to talk? Disaster. No, you're just talking a lot off off the microphone. Oh, you guys were okay. having a full oh, conversation. Oh, you oh, are you? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm My mood, mood is. I'm mood. sorry. You
2: <laughs> need a mental health. Buy some time. we are doing it.
3: No, let's go. Let's do, so, let's talk about Father God, Mother God, all the it. gods. So, uh, plate, Avery, take it away. Love is one
6: is a uh, HBO docu series, 2023 HBO docu series. It tells the story of uh, the Love is One cult. They described as a cult, right? Uh, that started in, I think it was Colorado, with her original Father God, uh, and. Yeah, she kind of gave up her aspirations at McDonald's to start a self-help <laughs> cult and uh, goes from there.
4: You know what's interesting about the way this started is she didn't come out and just go, I'm starting a
6: cult. It just evolved. Yeah, she was kind of asked to, to cult.
2: So you said
3: it, <laughs> how, how many parts? How long are the parts?
2: Three right parts. So-
6: each part's about an hour long, and they're all streaming on HBO, otherwise known as Max.
3: Yes. So it... My wife watched this without me and then uh, people were talking about it and I was hearing things and Mike Carano started talking about it and I uh, was upset with Jillian and she goes, it's so good, I'll watch it again with you. So she did and you get hooked right off the bat because Mm -hmm. it opens up with body cam footage of cops going to this house that's kind of out in the middle of nowhere, it seems like. And you see the body cam footage as they enter the living room and there's a hippie there and they're asking uh, to see a particular woman. It's a wellness check. No that was Father God. That was Father God. We <laughs> Father find God. out later. Yeah. And they ask to see a particular woman. And he says, oh, yes. Well, she, she's,
7: she's resting. She's resting. in back. She was resting. Yeah.
3: And then there's some, like some, a few edits here and there. And then back to the body cam. And then uh, we see her body in bed. Covered in Christmas lights. Covered in Christmas mm-hmm. lights, and her face is blue, and she's dead. And it's a mummy. It, it looks a like mummy. a mummy. Yeah. It's a mummy, yeah. For real. Did and you and have to
7: rewind that, or did you watch it again?
3: No, I didn't. I didn't want to see uh, that. Yeah, again. I didn't need oh, to. I watched <laughs> it three times. Really? Uh, what am I of. looking at?
7: I, I, I could like my brain couldn't quite process. Yeah, it, I thought you know? it was a mask. Yeah, it, yeah.
3: It, it starts out, but you, like, strangely, you want more of that. You're like, yeah, show yeah. me more. Like there's this primitive side of us.
7: Yeah, it's a real. One where I
3: poked the dead body. Yeah, I'm
7: not proud of it.
3: Nor am I. I know. But I mean, it, it immediately sucks you in. Now you have to figure out how. It could have been a 10-hour series. 100%. And I, would have had I was to watch. along
7: for the ride. And there's some characters in there.
3: There are some uh, characters. Now, yeah. I've been complaining a long time about these documentaries that uh, the, the trend is to make something that could be a nice, tight, 90-minute feature film and turn it into like a 7, 8-hour uh, 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 series just to keep people on the platform, which yeah. is is a uh, it's a it's something that they're doing for sure. It, I didn't
7: feel like, we but this up. didn't have
3: a whole lot of extra fat. Yeah, no, this did yeah. not need to be trimmed. I don't think.
6: Yeah, it was so. pretty streamlined.
5: Yeah.
3: So the story continues where we see her now, and we go back, and over the next three episodes, we get to see where she came from, how she looked, quite quote unquote normal aspirations and like Mike said um, she or and Avery said like she left her job at McDonald's where she was the manager she she, left her two kids as well
6: yeah and she's kind of pen pals with this old guy online talking about spirituality and of course he's like we got to meet in person we got to you got to move in with me so we can Mm -hmm. meet
3: in person (laughs) and he was the original father God she would she would deem uh, whoever she was with as God but (laughs) it it started with, with the, the inciting incident. I don't know if you guys picked up on this. Was she took ecstasy?
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. that
3: changed her life and her entire oh, yeah. perspective. Yeah. I, that guys, that was not ecstasy. That, that was something yeah. else. Something Every else for sure. person yeah, in that documentary else.
6: is on meth or something. Else. Or, or weed something. or. Well, booze. they talk about that. They talk about they were high constantly, yeah. and she's when the, when
4: the two attractive girls, who You're I found right on is it, Mike. Strikingly attractive. <laughs> were were being interviewed. The, there was a bright, harsh light in their face for the, the unique style of it. Both of their pupil, all of their pupils
6: were gigantic. Okay. Yeah, and you know they had prescription meds because they're talking about oh, we gave Mother God her Xanax, and there's no way she's the only one taking <laughs> the pills.
3: No, they're all it's eating. They're all eating lots and lots of drugs, Absolutely. and she, mother, Mother God, she was drinking uh, like a like a fish and taking because that
6: meds. was her medicine, as she described. Yeah, it. Yeah, like, that and drinking silver. Yeah. The, what is that? Hello? Colloidal yeah. silver. Colloidal silver.
7: Yeah, I mm. used to. we used to sell that at the health shop that really? I worked at, and people oh were God. really into it, and it was a culty kind of thing. What turns you blue? I, I yeah, didn't high doses. take it, but people like, you know, it, oh, and they had raw milk there too, which was like super I love, under the radar. I love the when they're they talking got that about
4: sprouts. people say it turns you blue. That's not true. We drink, and she's
6: clearly and <laughs> turning <laughs> she's
3: blue. Yeah, she's
7: sure
6: blue. blue. And she started, she was beautiful at, at, at she the start of it. yeah so pretty,
7: yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so you see this woman transform into a monster over the course of the of the three episodes. It takes around 8 years or so for her to get there. Well,
4: well, going back a bit, one of the things that I thought was really interesting was that she just up and left. There was no there was no Inciting incident. There was no prelude to I have a bad life with my family. I hate them. And it was like on her birthday. It was just like, thanks for dinner. Bye. (laughs) And then (laughs) the kids are in the house and she's gone. Yeah. And she's gone
7: forever. What's it called again? Love has one. Love has has one. Which
3: is a a terrible title. I don't know why they call it Mother God. Yeah.
7: Well, that's what they called their stupid cult. The website, and they—I love the mother God Mother
3: God would be perfect, though. That'd yeah, be a mother great God's title, better.
7: Right? Dr- better branding for. I'm sure. constantly saying, "Have
3: you seen Love got us going again? Love has lost. What? What is it called? But I mean,
4: if, if you don't, it, this is proof that everybody needs something because she's just spitting out this garbagey, weird, new agey bullshit information on the internet, and all of a sudden there's two thousand people, three thousand people. <gasps> yeah, They send us money. Okay. 1,000, 2,000, thousand, two thousand, thirty. You're like because they never
3: showed what her heck? saying anything uh, particularly compelling, or mm-hmm. and I don't know if they cut around some of that, which I think would be stupid if they did. Yeah, we would just see her acting like the annoying girl you'd see at a club who's going, "Oh my god, this is so fucking rad." She
4: is. She's like a child inside because if you look at some of the stuff she wrote, it's like, "I am mother god, I'm the best." Like yeah. underneath, <laughs> it, it was like. There was stuff like that, well, like the, number one God, number it was one like mother God.
7: Reading a teenager's diary, or like you know when <laughs> yes. you went into her room, or it was looked yes. like a college dorm well, and she, room. And, you and know, they, that they like the girls, transcribing. had a little the Christmas bit of a lights, budget yeah, with, yeah. You know? And they would
3: all just sit around all day writing down all this garbage that she was saying, and they never once showed us anything interesting that she had ever said, other than I am. Essentially, Jesus, but I'm a woman, and I'm here on Earth, and, and she, come get some while you can, because Jesus, uh, female Jesus, isn't going to be here for long. The
6: weirdest thing to me was the Galactics. Yeah, she oh, had yeah. just this, this vision board of celebrities,
2: yeah. and the main one was Robin Williams.
7: Robin Williams.
2: Okay, the thing I always wonder about these people is Diana and everyone. Do you guys think is she mentally deranged and believes this, or is she? operating a that scam is, that she really that's knows. a very
6: interesting part Question. which she they kind of get into that at the end of her it, it it very easily could be explained as drug psychosis
4: but i don't know because she, she didn't seem like she was i giggling think it's convenient behind the scenes like i'm pulling up but she
6: has me. her doubts they talk about that yeah. remember what she was I might saying might not be mother god that's, yeah, that's
3: when she's coming down off the drugs but, but it, i, I yeah. think that people become, <laughs> i think it's like know, really after convenient. A good night's sleep i thought yeah. about it. i might not be god
6: but that was—it was interesting that was—you never saw her saying that. It was always through her yeah. followers and like she was saying that. But she—that was to test we our really faith. We didn't and,
3: hear her say much. Right? No, we, we didn't. They didn't no. show us but much
4: of what she how, said. You know what? They were this tight. Ty- I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep get personal space. I'm sorry. I keep touching.
7: No, you're fine. Um, we're cozy um, here. I, this is yeah.
4: how I sit, like when I'm sitting between people, and I'm like, this looks very anti-social.
7: On Christmas, we snuggle.
4: I. We do. The thing that I also really liked about it was it was a female cult leader. Yes. And Mm -hmm. she was exactly the same as a male cult leader. As soon as a dude knocked on the door, let me know when you're ready to make love. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? Like minute one, let me know when you're ready. Multiverse. She was down. Yeah,
5: she
4: was DTF. How about all all the father guys that got beaten down by getting demoted? Yeah. What'd you think about hey, the final? Guess what? I found a new father. God, he's way hotter than you. So now you're father of the multiverse. Okay. I guess I'm father of the multiverse. What'd you think about that guy? Mike, the last Mike, one, the my last one, favorite Mike, favorite person relates to I've ever seen lot. on camera Mike in my life. Identifies with him in my life. I'd rather watch John Ga- Wayne Gacy, like <laughs> watching Sesame street than watch this guy. He it was, was so. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the worst so creepy. John Wayne Gacy watching. Sesame. No, I don't I <laughs> yeah, this that guy. I don't see the that. minute he came on camera, I'm like, "Oh god, I hate this man."
7: He made me feel icky.
4: Yeah. Uh, no shirt, cocky, drinking uh, okay. out of a little airline bar a little bottle of booze, he, he, smoking. He's got he's got an eagle feather tugs uh-huh. through his ponytail. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then juxtapose that with the fact We're not doing spoilers, right? Good. No
3: no no Brian, no because there, there is well he Brian. shows a lot
4: of affection towards mother god that you're like oh this is horrible to watch very
6: manipulative
4: and i'm not even i'm talking to, i'm talking about after yeah
6: yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah very weird i he he had one of my favorite quotes on the whole thing where it, he's, he was saying mother god said i was a genius and yes it, and i was such a genius i was this incredible person and i thought why has no one told me this before? <laughs> I am a genius. <laughs> he
5: yes, just goes yeah. from there.
6: It just took. <laughs> yeah. he's, just, he's just this meth addict living brilliant. That was on the, the streets
3: is, in Las Vegas. That's how dumb and simple guys are. She. You're she, brilliant and she a she genius. She was brilliant on two of her father gods to bring them in. Mm-hmm. I, that's Aww. all she needed to say to get them to think that she actually was God.
6: The it's a sad a statement brilliant. on men. You just to go, you're smart and I'll have sex with you. And they're like, I am a genius. Uh, I, am I believe God.
3: everything she says.
0: I'm literally watching this tonight. Yeah, and some of the uh, stuff that you're saying they said, it sounds like DJ Khaled.
3: It's
6: unbelievable. It is.
0: It's very... Well, it's personality.
7: I see that. It's, it's oh, very I want to hear your reaction like, now, yesterday.
3: Vapid like social media memes and just like one-liners. Yeah. Like, there's, there was nothing... I ever heard that was like, well, that's interesting. That's a, a, an interesting thought or provocative. or Yeah.
6: Or I could see how I would follow this if I was maybe younger or yeah. more desperate. None of it was. But you
3: know, I also
4: thought that was interesting because you think this couldn't happen in 2018 or 19 you know when it happened. And all you do, look at how antiquated their website was. That was 15 years. Yeah. Uh, te- technology from 15 years earlier. Like, it was a website from the '90s, and it and that's they just did it, and they just
6: espoused just nothing, and use SEO to get there, to get yeah. more, to attract more
3: people. Yeah, uh-huh. They got they had. We're not going to talk about Michael, but Michael is one of the guys in the cult, and we, fucking we, Michael like, Angel. He, he was the one guy. The, the, art, you angel, want to know something?
2: Yeah. All their names he was the are one guy
3: angel. that kind of was savvy with. He was the uh, money guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, the money guy.
2: Yes. Quick, so, quick point of reference. Um, Mike, if you're comfortable talking about it, I don't know if our audience knows your history with cults. Maybe just give us a quick uh, brief rundown.
5: What are you, I Dr. Drew?
4: My mom uh, packed us up when we were kids and made us live in one room, f- five of us for two years in a cult in Lake Elsinore. That's it. That's my history. Okay. Woohoo! Good times. That's why I'm such a great, smart, well-read, comfortable in my own skin person.
3: Well, Mike. are well, uh, smart. We're on par as far as, like, book learning, and uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was never in a cult, so you can't.
4: I was trying to find something demeaning to say, and I went to the route I regret.
6: Besides the like getting people to like trying to sell Bibles or whatnot, was there ever people gathered around and somebody was proselytizing and saying the word, or was there not a whole lot of that? Was I, it not for kids? I was kids? beginning my
4: rebellious phase and and not going to things and not going to church and just staying by myself. It was more about this uh, anger and this vitriolic dislike of my
6: mom for doing that to us. Got but it. no, he's asking. But somebody. I'm like, it's you weren't present. You just were off doing your own thing while the adults presumably were doing yeah. the culty stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Got gotcha. yeah.
7: Sorry, this is too personal, and you don't have to answer. Of, um, but is it hard to watch like cult documentaries no. or docu series? No, I think or it's fascinating. Like
4: I, when I got a driver's license, one of the first things I did was go back to Elsinore and hang out outside that building and look at it and stuff. And it's like it might be like a battered wife thing. Yeah, but I'm still I still want to go by there and take people that I've never been inside.
7: Did it emotionally like affect you
5: in a no. ungood way? I, I
4: remember the, the emotions that the way it affected me was F you. Okay. Not just to my mom, but to everybody. And I remember the moment, I remember the smell, I remember the temperature, I remember where I was standing, where I just went, I'm never listening to her again. Everyone can go to hell. And wow. this is and that's stayed with me.
7: So it was kind of I like treasury.
4: I was trapped. I was twelve years old, stuck in this mm. room with my brothers and my sister and my mom, who we never saw. And we were just there for two years until my dad got us out of there. No, we didn't, it wasn't like a cult like where we were getting molested, or mm-hmm. some people did,
0: mm-hmm.
4: but it was it was a church, and it is a cult, my brother's wife looked it up, it was called The Bible Speaks, and they wanted you to never leave the property. They wanted to have school there, they wanted to have the food there, and they eventually got that, and it just kind of disintegrated mm-hmm. because of people abusing their power and taking advantage. You know, they got a lot of people, they got some people that had money, that gave up everything, gave everything to a church, and people like us didn't really have any money, and it, the whole thing is uh, very—I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm still fascinated, and I love cult documentaries. Me do you know,
6: too. Do you know where you were on the timeline? Were you at the earlier end of the cult? Was this kind of in the middle of it? I don't Was know. this towards the uh, towards the end? Towards yeah, the definitely
4: end. towards the end. Now that I think about it, yeah. But I mean, I do love th- these movies, and I think it's. I think it's rivet. I think it's the same as people that love
6: murder documentaries. Oh, yeah.
7: True crime and and cult stuff. I am into 150%. I'll see it all.
6: The the last episode of this was unbelievably compelling. And one of the hardest things to watch, not because of it being graphic, but just watching people do this to other people and how irresponsible it was. It was shocking to me. Which. Be a little specific because I don't know what uh, her transition about. into becoming a mummy mm. and the people oh, around her while that oh, was yeah. happening was astounding mm-hmm. to me. Uh, you know of what they allowed, what they were present it's for.
4: Astounding that not one person went, "Hey, this is a terrible idea." Yeah. But they're all just like, oh, "Okay." And the one that did just left. Yeah, just went. I can't be around for this. The the most shocking part about this part about this documentary, me by far, was the where are they nows. Yeah, like
3: mm. what? Mm, yeah, no, what I that was totally telling normally.
4: That people just go poof, off different directions. They did.
3: Well, okay. No, let's. These two are about roommates. The
4: these 2 they're all doing yeah, yeah. the same thing. All okay, websites, they're all preaching the same thing.
7: Trauma bonding.
4: Every yeah. one of them is are roommates, and they're all trying to make a living with the cult.
3: Like so, Hannah Olson is credited as the director uh, with this one, and I got to say. I, I Part of me kind of wanted more a, at the end with the body, but they were pretty tasteful with showing because there is a lot of footage I'm sure that they yeah. did not use and as I, far as uh, carting around a body. And I wanted a little more explanation Cuddling of with the, body.
6: the mummification because I thought for I the most it's part, be right? it's got it because for the most part, if you just carry around a body, it decomposes very quickly. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. didn't. It's not like they were saying we embalmed her like a pharaoh. It doesn't well, seem like they did it on purpose. The most disturbing thing in the
4: whole movie to me was when. He was showering her. Oh, oh like, okay. Oh. Oh. oh, my
0: gosh. He showered yeah. the mummy?
4: Uh, you got to just watch it, oh.
0: Florence. She wasn't
3: a mummy yet. Can but you guys she,
0: leave so I can
4: watch yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it, it's, away from it?
3: Jillian and I watching this, and we were talking a little bit about what you're just saying, Mike, that it's crazy that people were wa- following these people. But actually, we're, we're talking about how we're all just on this rock, and we don't know why we're here. And it's kind of shocking to me that there's not more cults, actually. Yeah. It's kind of shocking, man. We well, got a lot of organized religion. I would people. be shocked now if there are on
4: calls everywhere because of the fact that I'd never heard of this happening. And, so there is. and, and the exactly.
6: only reason you did is because there was a blue mummy involved. And, and so it was also
4: the same as Let the Fire people. Burn. I don't know who turned us on to that, but we all saw that, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. that happened in our lifetimes. And yeah. that is stunning to me that any of that stuff happened while I was like a kid
7: And the only or a way teenager. I know about yeah. it is since there was a documentary, yes. like, really. Yeah. This should be something that everyone's
4: like. Do you remember when that, when the, that cult did this, and then the police blew up Philadelphia a on the roof of their <laughs> yeah. building and burned down thirty square blocks? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it happened, in a real city, yeah, in America, in a major, in Philadelphia, yeah. yeah. But I, it, it's that's no one knows that. Yeah, I wouldn't know it. If it wasn't for the document, who turned us onto that? Say the name of
0: that documentary again.
4: Let the fire burn.
3: Okay. And it, what's maybe the most impressive thing with Let the Fire Burn is it's hundred uh, percent source footage. Source footage yeah. They didn't, and it's never boring. Sh- shoot a single interview for it, or or any VO or nothing. Yep. It's just a hundred percent from court procedure. Which
6: makes it even stranger that you'd never heard
4: of it because they have so much source footage. And it's said in the documentary, but there is only one person that has even one redeeming quality.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm
4: sure the children,
6: but across the board, everybody is bad. Okay. But Love is One was great. And I thought it was also interesting how she kind of is her own undoing in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. as this plays out.
3: Mm -hmm. But if there is anything that it's missing big time, we do hear from her mom, but I would have liked to have heard some more of the sociopathy going on with her growing up. I, I would imagine that she had tendencies of narcissism or something. Or maybe her brain just broke when she took ecstasy, yeah. whatever That's it was. That's what laced
7: her with. mom seemed to suggest. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I believe was that drugs she was that. just different. Yeah. Like, like she just was completely different one day. Because
3: she took ecstasy, and her her reaction was, Why have they been hiding this from us? Yeah. We should all yeah. be on this all the time. I felt that way about drugs sometimes. Oh, for sure. We all have. But then we sober up and move on. <laughs> but we she was yeah. never sober, yeah. though. I mean, yeah. she, I mean, because I did She l- was just a pretty girl that was always handed a fistful of drugs, and she, from that moment forward, was just yeah. high.
6: I mean, because this isn't a spoiler, but I was reading up on the cause of death, and it was the colloidal silver, anorexia, and, yeah, liver failure from alcoholism. Yeah. Can I ask a question that
4: other people might know here I that, that I feel like I should know, which is I, I I'm still t- surprised by that they all... I was waiting for someone to break and go, oh, now we're busted. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm getting a job. Yeah. It, it never
3: happened. Well, they had a couple talking heads that were former members, like one or two. But
4: the, but the main characters were in it like she was selling this bullshit silver stuff for your health but she was also drinking it and it was clearly killing her yeah so it wasn't like oh i'm i'm selling snake oil yeah. but i'm going to steer clear of it. it's like i'm selling snake oil and i'm going to drink a gallon a day i'm it. buying my yeah I, that I, was yeah.
2: back to my original question which is was she running a scam or does she truly believe it?
3: you know it's not that different from like being like a a rock star and and just Really like living it up and being worshiped, and then knowing that you're going to die young, but living that for such a short period of time, you know, live fast, die young. Like, that's that's kind of what she did. And Maybe, I think that yeah, she that's it. a good
6: analogy. That's interesting. I was shocked that she was 46 when oh she died. God. Oh my yeah.
3: god, 46.
6: I
4: couldn't believe when they said 46, I was like, no, right,
3: we no no, 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 yeah. we got to let some discoveries. Oh, there's still watch,
5: discoveries. Watch you, so yeah, there, there so are right. discoveries. I'm intrigued.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I like that it's uh, it was only 3 episodes too because yeah. I was I was dreading that it's going to come back after another week I'm gonna be like I
7: got to wait a
6: yeah, week Yeah it's going to be like an 8
4: parter yeah. and then no I would, I, just,
7: have, I would have taken a little more I really was into it yeah well, sure I could talk a, about this yeah. all day so uh, I'm a bad I mean this is one here. of the,
4: But this is one of the f- few cult documentaries I could see as a feature film that mm-hmm. would be great if someone did it well, right
5: They probably will right? yeah. or make Who a TV can series play her?
4: It a TV series where it just never goes away Michelle never gets Williams busted.
7: 100%. 100%, right? 100%.
3: Weekend at Mother I Gods. hated those two women, those two girls that were just pushing the narrative. And <laughs> I just liked them because they were
4: attractive, but no, other than be, that. As soon, I soon did as they not...
3: started talking, especially the one on the right, oh, it was like they say it turns your face blue. It doesn't. Yeah. There's not a blue faced woman true, behind Mother God. God. <laughs> she literally, Jeho- it looks like she's
6: wearing
4: a... Cl- a clay mask. Like it looks like she's wearing one of those masks that's made out of green it clay. Does. It
3: does. And her feet were like little mini balloons.
6: And they were swollen, but she, uh, uh, I think Jared Leto would be a good father god. Oh, uh, he'd be
5: great. He's already halfway there.
2: he's already getting away
7: He's method already.
6: No, he just It'll has be to be great. Uh you yeah, just yeah. gotta give him some fake teeth and,
7: <laughs> 100%. and just okay. let him. Sorry we... again. I'm. We could talk about great. this all day.
2: All right. Well, well, how far in are we?
3: Uh, we are time to uh, throw to the. uh <laughs> if you can call it the a classic episode <laughs> a classic enjoy episode. the
7: best
2: of the film balls really the peak of our broadcasting nope not
3: virus. that at all
2: <laughs> Anderson
3: is July 27th 2012 was when this was uh, originally released it has not been released since I think since. it's just, like
2: the contemporaneous thoughts on the dark Knight rises is interesting so mm. stick around uh, enjoy top five movies based on true events and uh, yeah we should update this sometime uh, yeah one? Um, probably not. Well, you never know. You know what? Spoiler. I have no idea. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to our uh, modern flick fashions. Join us for the uh, gift exchange, the Finvault family Christmas. That'll be in next a week. week. Yeah. yeah. And uh, until then. We don't. Oh, no. Now lap.
3: to us from a long time ago. Yeah. Take it away, uh, us. Oh jeez.
9: Film Vault. Welcome to You are compressing.
3: You are peaking, You are crunching.
5: I know I'm coming over
9: over the top. Film Vault. Welcome to Film Vault. That's Anderson. I'm Brian Bishop. We're your hosts. Thanks for joining us once again. This time, for top five movies based on real things, real stories, real events, true stories, things that happened, actual happenings, actual happenings. Welcome back. Mothman prophecies will not be on my list, though, Brian. Why not? Because I do not believe that bullshit. Do not believe it. Do you see that? No. I don't know why you would it. I love these like that.
3: creepy, horrific movies It's like, based on true events, which just means like um, some drunk guy in Arkansas actually right. says that he saw a Mothman. <laughs> we will now put Richard Gere in the movie and make tons of money.
9: This is the most The Mothman has been talked about. I was so
3: upset about The Mothman because I was so pumped up. <laughs> pumped, Brian. Opening day. The biggest theater in all of Los Angeles. Yes. Why?
9: Because I thought
3: I had potential. Oh. <laughs> I was really open. I'm a big uh, Art Bell fan. I listened to the late night radio, Brian, and I tend to believe in some of that stuff. How about that? I was excited, and I thought they're going to put some merit. But you know what? I do have one of those supernatural
9: ones on my list, which you will hear. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back to the film vault, by the way. For you guys, it's been one week. For us, it's been two. Uh, long show today, kids. On, Strap yeah. in. Strap in, because we're in for a long show. Yeah,
3: yeah, don't don't start it off. With it's going to be a long show. They know no, how long. long it is. Mean, they saw the number. They yeah. saw when they downloaded it. It's so, be a some scant don't see. 90 some, minutes.
9: some stitcher that shit. Some don't see. Some just listen mm-hmm. off the website. That being said, like a thousand we got missed digital. movies coming in at the end of the show. We got wrap uh, apart gambling. We got to do our top We're five. rap apart oh, gambling. So much fashion. Gamble on wrap apart movies. That's right. Wrap apart gambling. What's that? How was camp, buddy? Wrap apart gambling. you had, you had, you, had, you got back from Camp? Did you scrub your soul? Is your soul? Oh, uh, my scrubbed? soul
3: has been scrubbed. Uh, I didn't really need a whole lot of. Did scrubbing, you for your soul? Uh, like loading with travel loofah. For those of you may not know, I'm a volunteer counselor at a camp, uh, oncology camp, uh, every summer, sometimes winter, sometimes spring, too, of the family camp. Do you and say
9: oncology camps? People will ask you what that means.
3: Yeah, I like to sound smart, Brian. I like to sound like a smart, mean? smart good What does that mean? Uh, it's a cancer camp. Oh, which I need you know that. what I offer to uh, you know, I'm very, very particular on who the uh, the type of people that I really recommend to come up there, mm-hmm. Brian, because you know there are a lot of fucks in the world sure. who probably don't belong up there. I've I've met a number of them. Um, but w- the training is, is remarkable. The weeding out process is remarkable. The last thing I want to do is say, hey, I think it would be great for this camp. And then you go for the three-hour interview and you don't get the job. I'd feel like, like an asshole. Right. So I'm very um, careful as to who I suggest uh, or who I recommend uh, to go check it out. And I did that recently with you. You
9: want me to be a camper?
3: Uh, no, I want you to be a counselor. Oh, my God. And your your retort was, uh, what was it? I'm better than those people?
9: Uh, that, was exactly exactly quote, it, yeah. quote, that was exactly it, actually. Direct quote. exactly it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Just for the record, I would have never, ever have uh, suggested that you come up and be a counselor up there before <laughs> you had your illness. That's
9: not true. It's, no, it's, it's not. totally
3: false. No, it's, that's absolu- absolutely, I, absolutely true. I would I never, ever, ever even think of your ego being up there until you had your uh, setback there.
9: And now I'm perfectly I'm suited.
3: Yeah, now you are. I've now, been set back. Now you can relate. I've been humbled. Now you can be, by, by,
9: I've been humbled by health.
3: You, now you can be empathic. <laughs> worse before. Let's wrap up for your loose we, ends. Yeah, okay, I, I did camp, and I don't like to talk too much about it. However, However I'll be telling great stories. Only well, the after-disaster this week. Huh? That,
9: that's one thing I wanted to, a, One thing I wanted to bring up. You that? haven't been on Twitter in uh, no, weeks, no. nay months, oh, tw- no. and uh, that's not true. Anderson right posted before- a tweet today about how excited he is for the after-disaster. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, we haven't done one in a couple
3: weeks. Uh, we never miss a film oh, vault, but amazing. it's been a couple weeks because of the film vault that you're we weren't amazing. able to do the after-disaster. But uh, no, I tweeted right before I went to camp. Uh, I tweeted that uh, I will not be tweeting for at least a week because I'm going to be up at camp. Why are you so afraid of success? A lot of people didn't quite understand that joke. They're like, you don't tweet anyways. We're not even going <laughs> to notice because you never tweet. That was the joke. It's good stuff. That was the joke. Uh, oh, by the way, yeah. AndersonCowan.com. Uh, oh, Smashing success. I'm really enjoying uh, the Please keep promoting your other ventures. I still don't know how to email you back without giving my actual email, uh, <laughs> but it is. I love some of the recommendations that you're giving me. Oh, shit. Did I write it down? It was hilarious. This guy's like, uh, I watched Begotten, even though you told me not to watch it while high or, or not high. Uh, I so watched don't watch it. it at all. I will never ever be the same. It has changed me for the worse. Uh, definitely make Brian watch this the next time he loses a bet. <gasps>
9: Why would he say that? <laughs> Why would someone say <laughs> Begotten, that? Gotten,
3: for those of you who may not know, is a uh, ridiculously awful, painful, hard to watch movie. Maybe the hardest movie I've ever had to watch. Really? Uh, I didn't have to watch it, but I watched it. It's, it's, it's a, it's the storyline is God disembowels himself, and then it's about a man who has to live in his entrails. Shot in stark black and white, high contrast, really difficult to watch. It's
9: not worn black and white?
3: No. But, yeah, you'll be watching that soon.
9: Oh, thanks, buddy. Wrapping up few few loose ends. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, our episode with Gil, uh, our nine year old episode Who's a couple of weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, Gil from uh, Nerdist. Oh, yeah. Amusement right. season. Divisive. Possibly our most divisive episode. People I got, weren't really big on it. I know, but some people were very big on it. I said, This is awesome. Bring him back. Other people were like, This is painful. This first episode I couldn't get through. Really? First episode I had to fast forward through. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic, but. Uh, I, I like the change of pace. We will not have a nine-year-old on every week. Don't worry, but uh, Gil is a good kid. Yeah, So was. thanks for him for uh, coming on child. a couple weeks ago. And uh, last week, some negative response to our streaming episode. But what do you want? We recorded it the next day. It was what's, the day after we had, had to problem? squeeze it in. People were like, oh, I kind of mailed it in. Yeah, we had one day to prepare. One I don't day.
3: think we mailed it in. We had some great recommendations. I agree we, with we, that. Uh, we, offered, we offered 10 hours of, of, of fantastic movie watching. Not to even count our flick fashions. All right, let's... Fucking do yeah. Oh, yeah. And the point mm-hmm. of, uh, thus far, the point of guys yeah, the, the various reviews and whatnot, help you avoid some movies, much like the show, help you. And I'm getting re- uh, responses saying, hey, I would have never seen this movie, but I saw your review on on your site there, checked it out, fucking loved it, and that's why I'm doing it. It's, it's very enjoyable to see people watching movies. the um, outlet for you. That should be, uh, yeah.
9: It's good. You, know, you get another way to diffuse your anger. I I'm not an angry person.
3: Especially right now, bro. Yeah, I'm yeah. the glowing Anderson. I just came back from camp. Uh, everything's in order. I understand uh, how things work, and I, you know... Big things are now
9: small in my world. If that makes sense to you? Nope, not at all. No. Come, perspective, Brian. Talk about perspective. Uh, let's confess. What is that? In, in case, case you I forgot, f- how. I forget how to do. We're going to confess the flicks we've seen in the past week. Anderson, I assigned you a film last week. Mm-hmm. Did you oh, see that's
3: it? Right. No. Let's let's just. Well, I'll get to that.
9: <laughs> okay. Do do your thing. Yeah, I just. No, your turn. I to insist
3: that you confess. Okay. Trust.
9: Flick, fashion. FlickFesting flick, the flicks I've seen in the past week. Uh saw two movies. Oh,
5: mm-hmm. wait a minute. Before okay. we get to it, All right.
9: I think
3: that I forgot. Did I bring up the fact that I'm uh, enraged with you? You're enraged with me? Yes, about the movie
9: Drive. What, Have why? We already talked about this. Why? I don't understand what's
3: new about I was about told Drive. a little birdie okay. a little birdie named Mike Carano. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Mike. Somebody. Mm-hmm. I like to call out his name. Somebody let me know that they were listening to an Adam Carolla program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the two of you mm-hmm. were going on and on about how terrible that movie Drive oh, was. Oh,
9: no, that is 100%
3: wrong. And that at the very least,
9: you were agreeing with him in the end. You're right, boss. <laughs> you you better you better get Logan on the on the editing bay on this one because you couldn't sound more wrong. Okay. Uh, Adam and I have had. a I hope a this long- is true
3: because I'm I'm thinking about walking. Please, actually, You're I would never... both sides of the fence here, Brian. I, would never, I can't have that. I would
9: never encourage this otherwise, but this one time, go to AndersonCowan.com and tell Anderson how wrong he is because Adam and I have a long-standing... You can do it on my
3: Twitter, too. i back.
9: That's right. Long-standing uh, disagreement, not okay. seeing eye-to-eye over oh. Drive. Okay. Drive is a fantastic film. In fact, I want to see it again now. I, I realize there are it's scenes that have stuck really with me. really good the third time, around. Yeah. Three times. So that being said, we... You watch it streaming now, right? Why would Corona tell you
3: that?
9: Carano really likes to that? stir the pot. No, well, he's wrong. Yeah. Uh I saw two movies. I uh, realized that- uh, What? No, the assignment was three. I'm going to get to a third, but two are related because not only are they both based on true events, they were also expiring on Netflix. I think they're on for a couple more days instant stream by the time you hear this, if you're one of the uh, listeners who listens right away. So you have a couple days if you want to see Mississippi Burning from 1988. Ooh, Never ooh. saw it before? So I decided to check out Mississippi Burning based on, what was it based on? A true story, the murder of three civil rights workers in Mississippi in 1964. Willem Dafoe with a, a haunting haunt- performance Willem Dafoe is fantastic. It's a 1988 film directed by Alan Parker, who I didn't write it down, but did Evita and The Wall. Yeah. and He's on a number he of. He
3: makes a very dull, dull long winded films. <laughs> However, he did make uh, one of my all time favorites, which is uh, Angel Heart. Yes. Yeah. Angel Heart. Alan Parker making Angel Heart. But uh, Gene, Gene Hackman, Hackman was and Willem awesome Dafoe.
9: Willem Dafoe, I realize. I think Flies Under the Radar is a great actor because, great act. because he could, at a certain different points of his career, obviously, could have played either role, either Gene Hackman's role or the role he played. Yeah,
3: but he can never play the leading man because he's got that face.
9: No, but he was saying Willem Dafoe at this point in his career could play the Gene Hackman role. I find him beautiful. I like him naked. He's naked in a lot of his movies. Francis McDormand, Arlie naked. Ermey in only his second film after uh, a full, full Metal, metal Jacket. jacket yeah. Michael Rooker, who's fantastic. And who's Stephen Tobolo- Michael Rooker okay, was, was a kidding. Henry Porter of a serial killer. Oh, yeah, of course. Stephen Tobolowski as a uh, Klansman. And uh, Tobin Bell, by the way, the. From saw jigsaw from saw
3: rooker's also uh in that uh that uh that zombie show that I watch
9: now, yeah. Uh, walking dead, walking dead. Oh, there you yeah. go. This he lost vaults. his hand, he lost uh, his hand. Spoiler alert. <laughs> this was nominated for seven Oscars, including best picture, best director, best actor, and best supporting. Actress. All that being said, can you recommend it? Because I remember it being somewhat dull. I can, I thought actually, I thought it was really really good. Um, I liked it a lot. It won best cinematography. The acting is tremendous. Gene Hackman. Yeah, I, I, it was remiss of me not to put him on my list of top five actors most needing a comeback. He, he absolutely should still be acting. The goddamn national. Not treasure. As
3: much as Nicky Cap, but I give you that. Yes. Yes. Agreed. We need him to come back.
9: Uh, Willem Dafoe, like I said, probably could have played either role at some point in his career. And uh, if you know Stephen Tobolowski I had the opportunity to meet him. He's Ned from uh, Groundhog Day. Ned at the head. That eh? first steps the doozy. doozy. He is he is tremendous range as a, a clown. He really in this does. One. And a good. If movie, I recall, I think it holds up. Are some hilarious lines in this movie, though. No? There's
3: a few end bombs. Yeah, <laughs> some very questionably oh, funny, funny shows. funny, funny I should quote funny it. Funny drops. You should get some for the uh, the old show. I though, really? Buddy, absolutely. You know, should. The each show. Um, good. I movie. still have Corolla saying the N word. By the way, that's fantastic. I he said it the, he said it
9: the other day on the show. Uh, did he say it like from the heart? Like uh, the way I. He had was it? quoting Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. So no. Okay. That was a great. That was a great moment. Though, what right else did you that. see there, buddy? Mississippi Burning, fantastic movie. I liked it a lot. Another movie that I thought really held up, considering based on reality. Yes, also based on true Abraham events. Lincoln, vampire, uh, vampire killer? hunter, yeah. Dog Day Afternoon from 1975. Ooh, Never fantastic. seen it before. Sydney Lumet. Who directed the recently flick fest by me before the devil knows you're no. dead? Help me, help
3: me with this, Brian, because I, I brought this up. Uh, it almost made a list that we did. I think heist movies at all. It was almost right. on that list. It's been years since I've seen this. I saw it like two or three times growing up. I remember enjoying it thoroughly. However, in like the tagline or something that I read about it right off the bat, and I don't want you to give it away. I'll let you know about why he was robbing the bank. Doesn't that come. Up later? I'm just
9: going to bring that up don't right now. Be but careful though. No, though I'm going to bring it up for t- it two and a half reasons because I
3: think that it's like a big uh, thing that you should. I be think talking about. yes,
9: I agree. And okay, well, let's, let's just say it then. Reveal. In every in every description of this film I've ever read, and I mean I've never seen the film up until two days ago, in every description of the film I've ever read, even like short one-line descriptions At on direct cup. TV, yeah, they say, uh, a man robs a bank to pay for his <gasps> gate. That's what they am talking But about they say why? Line. They they say it in but every description. Have, but okay, okay, you
3: didn't say it just now. Okay. Having seen the film now, would you have been better off not knowing that? Kind of. I, good, I, yes. To, uh, yes. It happens it later me, in the movie. It right? struck
9: me as extraordinarily odd so that this thing that ha- that is revealed halfway through the film is so upfront in all of the. Descriptions. I remember it,
3: it stuck with me when I was a kid when I saw that, and I'm like, oh my god, that's why, that's the reason. It was like out of left field right. and it helped make the movie much like Crying Game. We're not going to talk about the Crying Game. What happens there? Right. My buddy, I ever tell you, I went to see that with uh, with my buddy, and he got up. To go to get popcorn or go to the bathroom or something during the reveal, the crying game. Oh, no. <laughs> so
9: he thought the movie sucked. Comes back, he's like, what happened? He thought the movie sucked. Uh, this was directed, like I said, by Sidney Lumet, who also <laughs> did 12 Angry Men, Serpico, and uh, Network, which I fest a few uh, months ago. And you said it didn't hold up. And right? it did not hold up. This actually came out a year before Network, yet curiously, far less dated for my money. Uh... Yeah, I found I found uh, network to be dated and kind of heavy-handed in its sort of social media criticism. Right, but this one, ironically, is actually way more po- point pointed in, in in its sort of uh, criticism of our media-obsessed culture. I thought it's a really. Subtle well, so job. Was, so was Network. Network, uh, for my money, a little over the top, a little heavy-handed. This one, subtle. I think if you go back and watch them both like I did recently, you'll you'll see that one is a little bit, all right, we get the idea, yeah, it's blah, blah, blah. And the other one's like, yeah, that's sort of prescient. It sort of predicts like how we are with the cameras. Like, oh, I'm on camera there. I'm a hostage in a bank robbery. But, oh, I'm on camera. Let me print my hair. Right. Like That's a sort of a subtle observation that actually is a little more on point. Right. Anyway, uh, it's a heist movie. Could have been a very worthy entry on my list of top five uh, heist films. The pacing is good, especially for a 70s movie. Chris Sarandon is great, who you might know from The Princess Bride. He plays a very different role. Susan Sarandon's
3: brother. I don't know if that's true at all.
9: Yeah, I liked it a lot. Is it? What? It is Chris Sarandon's brother. Is it really? Yeah, I'm 90% sure they're related. Uh Uh-huh.
3: So, all right, number three. I believe that I saw your third. I also saw it.
9: Yeah, Dark Knight Rises. That's true. Very true. We both saw it. Came out July 20th. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. Let's begin your flick fashions and mine. Yeah, this is good. This, this is, try, why this I is I a wanted,
3: segue. You were trying to get me to start with that God forsaken Overboard, which yeah. I will get to in a minute here. Good film. Fuck no. Fuck but no. But so we're going to talk about Dark Knight Rises. Steamroll right into mine. Okay, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I saw it twice. Not because I liked it. Ugh. Oh. There's, okay, there's a lot of tomfoolery going on out there, and I mean it upsets me, Brian. Okay, okay IMAX is IMAX. IMAX is like fucking eight stories high right. or whatever it is. It's a giant four point three uh, ratio, I believe. It's like it's like a, a TV set, but it's big, right? It's giant, and it's there's a lot of theaters out there uh, going around calling themselves IMAX. Really? You pay the money, you go in
9: there. Not an IMAX. IMAX. Oh, that's no, devastating.
3: No, what they do is they just cut off the top and the bottom a little bit, and then expand it, and so I saw it on that shit theater to begin with, like 10 in the morning, so, you know, the day I, I got back from camp, I immediately, I lied to everyone, told them that I wasn't coming back until like later that day, so I can, because I already bought my ticket. Wow. The lady friend doesn't even know that I went and saw it, because wow. I, I was telling her like the night that I got back from camp, I'm like, can't wait till tomorrow morning, going to see Dark Knight.
9: You know what, if you guys are having problems already in a relationship, where do you think it's going to go?
3: And she says, like, I said, I can't wait till tomorrow, I, got, uh, I didn't even tell her I got the ticket yet, but I'm like, I'm going tomorrow, and she goes, no, wait for me. Mm. I'm like, oh my God, not this. <laughs> So I went and saw it, and I lied to her. I felt like I was cheating. It was weird. And I was thinking all the, all the while, like, this isn't even a good bang. I'm cheating. I'm lying to yeah. her. And it's not even like a good-looking lady. Yeah. You're getting it out of the way. So It's obligatory. I saw the movie. You saw the movie. Uh, it's a victim of the first one
9: for me. For the victim of the second one. Second one. Yeah. The, the, what, yeah. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll read you what I have written down because it's funny you said that. I said, uh, Nolan may have set the bar ludicrously high with The Dark Knight. So he caught lightning in a bottle with Heath Ledger. Like that was – it was such – Not even Heath Ledger, but just the – okay, there was a number of times, like half a dozen times. Without Heath Ledger, would Dark Knight have been as good? Oh,
3: for sure. Well, for sure not. Without that performance. Now, somebody else is out there, I'm sure somebody could have done as well. God rest his soul and all that, but I'm sure somebody's out there. There's a lot of people, a lot of actors. Somebody could have turned in a a performance, would have been different, but could have been equally as good. It was definitely reliant on his performance, and I didn't think that Bane was nearly as good. However, Bane was cool. I have written
9: down right here: Bane, while cool, was a bit of a letdown as a villain. He's basically just a thug or a henchman.
3: I did, I did like his. Well, you know what he is? He's like a modern day uh, uh, Darth Vader.
9: Yeah, he's kinda like Josh from the Bond films, mm-hmm. but like a little more personable, like a little more charming. But
3: here's what I was saying about a half a dozen times in the second one, which I always call the first one because like the first one doesn't even like really register for me anymore. Really? Yeah, that the second begins. one was just so goddamn good. It was yes, it was so good. I didn't the first one was okay. It reminded me of that Tom Cruise movie. Mission Impossible? No. The uh, the fucking samurai, the last samurai. Oh, movie. last samurai, oh yeah, yeah. Uh very similar to me. But uh the second one was like religious. Right. It was religion in theater. And uh, as far as uh, my money could tell. And there's like half a dozen times where I was like, ah, that would never happen. That's bullshit. That takes me out of the story. And I'm like, Anderson, relax. It's a fucking comic book. You know? Six times probably in the first and the second one. Sure. This most recent one, every turn
9: was like, what the fuck? It was so far from reality. Yes, there was a little bit of... There was a lot of bit of uh, future fantasy going on.
3: The thing that I, the things that I hated the most, happened in the last five minutes of the movie. I cringed both times and mm. I thought Even when I braced myself the second time, I'm not going to talk about them in case you know people haven't seen it yet. But for me to truly uh, complain about this movie, uh, I'd have to really talk about the ending. Ugh, cringeworthy. Both times, <laughs> both theaters, people clapped. Oh man! When the real name was given, uh, God damn it! Uh, but there's like three action sequences. In Dark Knight, mm-hmm. that are the greatest things I've ever seen in an action movie. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Dark Knight. Dark Knight, okay. Second one. So confusing. Be specific. Other than the very opening sequence of this one with the plane, which I had already seen before
9: Mission Impossible, nothing rivals any of those now, things. Now, I agree with you. I, we're totally on the same page because I was thinking after the movie and then in, in the ensuing days, I saw it, I only seen it once. I was like, Nothing in this movie is sticking with me. Like in Dark Knight Rises or Dark Knight, excuse me. I still think about a handful of, of scenes or sequences that were just so great. The bank robbery scene and the uh, so the God. scene with the you know where they blow up the the, the delivery truck and the, the Uzi outside of the delivery truck and all that. Those are fantastic scenes that I still truck think about. Up and over, it's so great. And then this new one, there's some good. There's some good stuff, but uh, nothing's sticking with me.
3: It's a shame. And all that being said, if the second one didn't exist, this would be like a. It still is. It's a very. It, what I call it is a really well-made bad movie. We're nitpicking <laughs> because, a little bit. Yeah, we're definitely nitpicking. We're holding but- it to a high standard. Absolutely holding it to a high standard, and I could see how in the in the graphic novel it would have worked perfectly. Where like they're all underground, they're in the sewers, mm. and at the exact mm-hmm. same time they switch places, which is genius, and they get all the cops under there. But it, there are so many holes, I, and if there's one thing, and that goddamn prison really took me out of it, I was yep. so sick of it. Where if I, was there, that? if there's one thing I know India? If there's one thing I know about prisoners, they are 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 uh, Wiley. Wait, it was in India. How do you get? It was uh. in India. Yeah, yeah. How did he get... He just cruises over there whenever he likes. He just shows up. He just he, he was there. He went there just to watch. I thought it
9: was like on the outskirts of town.
3: Bruce Wayne wake up so he could be like, not till you have my permission. And then he left. I was I did enjoy uh, mimicking him for the rest of the day in front of uh, the girl because right. she did not like uh, Bane's voice sure. was, nor my poor impression.
9: Oh, speaking of theaters, I had the unfortunate well, we experience be had. I had the unfortunate experience of seeing it an ETX theater enhanced theater experience which is like the ghetto version of IMAX. <laughs> what ET? ETX. It, no, it's what an AMC theater it? that does it. AT, ETX and there, the volume was turned up too loud, and I'm a guy who likes the volume loud. I like the percussion, I like feel I like the, 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 the bass. Yeah, feel. this was distorted, and I don't mean like I know. Bane's hard to understand anyway. There were several points no, where it peaked you out.
3: You know what? There's a lot of there's both screenings that I saw. The mix just was a little bit weird. Like I could not hear a lot so of dialogue, the
9: which I was okay with because the dialogue wasn't riveting. But there were points where the, the, it peaked out a little, and I was like, "Ooh, that's not supposed to be like that."
3: But it was uh, definitely a disappointment. And uh, when we do our summer wrap up, it's going to be. Uh, Shocking that I'm going to have Brave above Dark Knight. <laughs> but that's the way it grumbles. That's the so way it plays out. Yeah.
9: Yeah. And by the way, is Selena Kyle supposed to be a lesbian? I couldn't figure that out. I don't care. No, was she supposed to be a lesbian? She Are had you a girlfriend. Are talking about Brave now? I'm talking about Selena a lot Kyle, the cat think woman. that she's a cat lesbian. Cat I don't care. If
3: she's a le- yeah, I think she was a lesbian. I think yeah. she was too. Now, now that I think about it, but yeah. it was never overt. They were man hating. Man haters. That's true. Yeah. She was a pussycat. That's right. You yeah. just need a good deep dicking. Wow.
9: Brian. Well don't they all did
3: it need two hours and forty five minutes? It was a very basic story. Oh God, no. And you know what? Do you do you realize this? Tell me this. How long before that, that bomb was gonna go off? How long happened between the time that Bane got the bomb and the bomb actually was supposed to go off? How how, how much time passed? Like film time? No, no. Like like in the in the movie. Like how long were the cops underground for? Well, it was it like for nine months? It was five months.
9: Five months. It was five an months. elaborate amount of time. How the fuck are they surviving under, underground yeah, so for like, five months? The fucking Chilean uh, miners barely survived and they were under there for like 90 days. But
3: uh, you know what? It's all right. It's a comic book movie. But that's why I don't like comic book movies because things like that. However, The Dark Knight, didn't, uh, the second one, didn't really uh, lead me down that.
9: You know what? If nothing else, The Dark Knight Rises should show us, just remind us how special The Dark Knight was. It does. It, was it not makes good. me
3: sad that it's over. I don't know what we're supposed to believe. My friend, my buddy, a um, very good friend of mine in my wedding who worked on this thing, he was in like three of the fours. What was really impressive, because I'm really familiar with Pittsburgh and Los Angeles, obviously, yeah. and... uh because I live here, and New York, because you know what, I'm alive and I'm right. aware of things around me. Yep. And you can't escape New York. Sure, it was really impressive watching these action sequences taking place in three completely yes, different they, cities, they, they but stayed. woven together to all take place in the same. They did a So, good like, job he goes left, he looks left, his point of view is uh, L.A. He looks right, his point of view is Pittsburgh. Then all of a sudden, the ocean's in front of him. It's the New York Bay. It's, yeah. uh, that was that was impressive.
9: It's well done because there's parts of L.A. downtown that are very. Uh, industrial looking or or, or I don't name industrial, but you know, I'm saying of the era of the early part of the century. So Mm -hmm. you can you can if it's done well, which it was, you can blend it and make it look good.
3: And Christopher Nolan, as much as I, uh, you know, disagree with Inception and and I I get upset with him, his his self-portraits that he submits to EW to uh, be put in for his picture for his articles. I mean, he is a fucking piece of work. However, I do love the fact that he is wholeheartedly against 3D and all about IMAX. And right. he is the master of IMAX. I think he's proved it for sure. I mean, even... Say what you want about this 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 most recent Dark Knight, the uh, IMAX uh, elements were once again awe-inspiring. However, it just didn't uh, stack up. God damn it, I was disappointed. Final verdict. It's, good. it's, it's a good, good. film. Yeah, you have to see it. You have yeah. to try and see it on a good IMAX screen, too. Yeah, for sure. Read the reviews because uh, there's a lot of... Bullshit theaters out there, gallivanting his IMAX. What do you have What else do you have to do the best? Uh Changing gears here a little bit. Mm. 2007, a very short documentary called "Please Vote for Me" was released. Oh, I think I saw that. I don't think you did.
9: Oh, all right. It's Shit. on
3: instant now. Okay. <laughs> Made in China, which is rare. You don't see many movies okay. that come out of China. No. Documentary. About three little seven-year-old kids in school oh, did who all um, get the opportunity – usually uh, the, hall, the, the, the hall monitor, essentially the class monitor, the self-appointed uh, class monitor is appointed by the – not self-appointed, appointed by the teacher. Mm. It's, it's going to be you. They had a kid who had been that class monitor for like three years. They decided to do a little experiment and let they appointed three kids that were going to all run for it and they were going to have actual debates and they were going to like do campaigning – Pretty much, as far as I could tell, it was the yeah, Chinese way of uh, illustrating just how evil democracy is. Okay. And uh, it's only 57 minutes. It's streaming. It's on instant right now. Um, I highly recommend this little movie. It was very, very interesting, heartbreaking at times. Is it in Chinese? It's in Chinese. you got to read it, so you're out, Brian. But the little kids are cute. It's really interesting well, seeing behind dance. the uh, red curtain, Brian. Is that oh. what it's called? That? No, that is that, what, What's that. it called, Brian? That the curtain of, of Chinese uh, uh, anti
9: democracy. What is it called? Behind the rice paper?
3: No, it's not what it's called, no. Brian. The Red Curtain, I will call it. That's mm-hmm. so the Iron Curtain was... Uh, it was a
9: Russia, yeah. Pittsburgh
3: so. Steelers. Yeah. Oh, the, the, steel the Steel Curtain. That was the Steel the Curtain. Steel the, the, iron curtain. curtain. The, the Iron Curtain was Russia. Curtain was Russia. <laughs> Russia. Yeah. Anyways, please vote for me is what it's steel called. Steel Curtain. Uh, little, two boys. Uh, one of them is just a uh, total sociopath and like really like into uh, just manipulating and lying and doing whatever it takes. The other kid's just stirring rules with an iron fist. And then there's a little girl who just doesn't stand a goddamn chance in that world. <laughs> and she does lots of crying. Nice. And uh, it's very interesting seeing you know how that that side of the world lives uh, at the very least, and also uh, seeing how these little kids react to the uh, the idea of having free democracy. And then finally, I saw this. I wasted my time with a movie called Overboard. Overboard rules. Can't remember why exactly you had me watch this, Brian. I miss uh, movies.
9: Thumbs up or thumbs down on Overboard? Yeah, fuck yeah.
3: Thumbs up. Uh, shocking. I do love. Love, love, love that Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. I can't imagine just how much worse this movie would be to watch oh, if it wasn't it. either one of them. Oh, stop it's it. It's a popcorn uh, candy box movie, which, you know... The y- reason I made
9: you watch it was no, on my list of no top thinking, five funniest
3: female performances. Which is enjoyable. I did have regret for not having... I had Goldie Hawn as an also ran on my top five funniest female performances. And I remembered how much I loved her when watching this movie. I, I don't know how it escaped me. I could see me like... it. If it came out a little earlier, and I was like a ten-year-old kid, this would have right. been my vacation. Okay, I could see my brother and I watching this on like a VHS tape over and over. That
9: happened again. in my house. <laughs> it was cute, um, ridiculous. Were so the, the entry in top five funniest female performances?
3: I started to write. I was going to write down some stuff because I knew that I had to review this thing. Here's here's how far I got. Starts off with awful eighties music <laughs> and one of the cheesiest menu screens I've ever seen. If you pop in your DVD, okay. it is just awful. Like flying germane the flying through the Film. Uh, it is because that's the first thing that the uh, the viewer has to experience. <laughs> okay. But uh, all that said, it's a cute little movie. If you have some kids over and um, they want to see what uh, uh, things are, that are old look like, you could, <laughs> you could play this for them. I can't really imagine, unless it's a movie from your childhood that you, you grew up watching, I can't really imagine uh, explaining why you should send away for this movie.
9: Okay, but we're the entry in the top five funniest female performances. Absolutely.
3: Up. Yes. Okay, She was great.
9: She was, he great. was great. They're both great. I love them. I, I, Charming. My buddy, uh, Psycho
3: Mike, there, uh, Mike Catherwood, Loveline host. He, for whatever reason, I still don't know exactly why, but spent the weekend with the two of them at their house. Okay and uh, I was jealous of him while watching this movie because they were both like... Kurt russells he's so underappreciated, and he needs right. more recognition. He, I would like to see him in more movies. Like, his facial expression, he's such an asshole in this movie. He's such a horrible, yeah, he's a bad horrible person. person which is a horrible dad, and doesn't give a fuck about anything. He's just out boozing all the time, using Goldie Hawn, even though she was a like, cartoony bad. I mean, that was one of my problems. Was the, her portrayal in the very beginning right. as being the ultimate rich bitch. Like, I thought it was great. <laughs> it was ridiculous, Brian. Cookie cutter. It was too much. Too much. But... uh, Kurt Russell's facial expression. It's just making you can't help but love him. He could have been raping all of his children, and I think I still <laughs> would have loved him. Would have found him. him charming. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So that uh, I, I can't recommend but I but please vote for me. You can watch that on Insta right now. And The Dark Knight Rises. Try and check that out um in the uh, in the old the old IMAX, IMAX because it's the only chance. Tell you what, if uh, the second one was on IMAX right now, showing once, and it was showing right now, I wouldn't be sitting here. Oh. We wouldn't have a film vault this week. I would <laughs> I would, uh, with the exception Count of like your lucky a funeral, stars, listeners. Or, uh, or or my own wedding, I think that uh, everything else will uh, pale in comparison, and I will ditch anything I need to to see that fucking movie in IMAX again.
9: I need to see it in
1: IMAX again, Brian.
9: Coming up next. I need to see it in IMAX again. Top five films based on real events, based on true stories. How, how nice is it to have Miss Movies back there and not Logan? Oh, it turns out she's pregnant, so we're safe. Okay, good. Should we give her his 15% this week? You know, it's a good point. Let's think about it. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, I'm Jane
8: Perlez, long-time foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world
1: as China.
8: Plus, my pal and noted China historian, Rana Mitter, joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face Off launches April 9th.
4: Hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes?
7: Nope. Never heard that before.
4: Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil. Did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe?
1: Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist?
4: Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge.
1: Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here, too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus
9: tons of extra theme content on everything from the office and lord of the rings to science and geography.
7: And sometimes we even do sports.
9: Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and
4: take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants.
1: Real mature, Jeff.
5: Forget
9: it, Neil. It's triviality. What do you get
8: when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a
5: whole lot of booze?
0: <laughs> you get the goofiest game in history, Queen's Podcast.
8: and roles are just as deserving of their time in the spotlight
0: right so come get to know these queens find us wherever you get your podcasts
9: cheers cal rifkin jr (laughs) (laughs) and you're listening to the film vault on anderson Anderson and brian.com yeah welcome back thank you arcade high arcade high is the uh, feature artist of the week it's an electro producer named Brian Boussel, or Boussel, I'll say Boussel, from Pittsburgh. P.A. Anderson, hey, Pittsburgh. I say Busell. He has an album out, The Art of Youth. Okay. Arcade High can be found. Uh, more information, Andersonandbrian.com. Check them out there. All of my features a week. Based on real events, based on true stories. Uh, yeah, I like that Brienne's doing Logan's job this week. He's having he a nice change of pace.
3: Yeah, I think that if Logan's not here in time, because Logan doesn't know where his priorities lay, uh, we're going to put her in the chair and she's going to give the listeners top five. Yeah before she comes in here officially, as well as the gambling results, which I can't even remember because it's been months.
9: You hear that, Brian? We're going to give you what we give Logan. That's 10%. If you
3: can uh, waddle your way up to that, that uh, microphone. I don't know if there's waddle. enough room. I really don't because it's a console in there. I don't know if there's enough room for her to oh, actually yeah, get that's close a good enough point. to the, to the well, mic. Well,
9: the, the chair can go lower so her, her her giant cup can sink beneath the console. Molly
3: is big. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Let's do this. Number five for you. Number bro.
9: five. Let's get right Okay, into it.
3: so. Movies based on actual real so, life events.
9: There are so goddamn many great movies based on actual real events. Uh, I should also mention this. I have a highly irregular one on my list, which okay. is one
3: that you might uh, take umbrage with. Umbrage? You might uh, challenge me with. And okay. I know if you had it on your list, I'd be furious.
9: Challenge that it might not be based on real events? No, challenge that it might not fit the criteria at all. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I think it's pretty straightforward. Um,. As it stands, I thought of about five films right away that I love. But they're all documentaries. And talked, yeah, there are so many documentaries. And two movies. of them were the
3: alien movies, and you realize it's <laughs> probably, it's, it, even though space travel is real, uh, those movies uh, shouldn't right. be considered real.
9: <laughs> five films that have been talked about at length on this show, so I set them aside. But what I did understand, and you're going to like this, it's uh, semi-clever, I thought of five other films, alternative films to these five that are semi-tangentially related that'll take their place on the top five. So I'm
3: number, not listening. Number you five for I me. almost went with the top five all-hipster list. Wow. Hipsters are, are everywhere, by the way. I was talking about just things that everyone should know about at camp. I can't think of anything offhand. And uh, these kids, kids I'll give a pass to, but like my co-counselors had no idea about things like that are happening around, like Deadliest Catch was completely and totally foreign. I wow. don't watch TV, man.
9: That's a real hipster movie, because that's like a hipster that's, show. That's the new, the new generation. Wow, yes. <laughs> these goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> so my number five spot: Deadly's Catch. All right, go. If I had not talked about it at length, if it had not been my number one war film of all time, I would have put Black Hawk down on the list for sure. But you know what? Mm-hmm. How about another war movie that came out that same year, two thousand one? Underrated film, and then get The Gates. Oh God, you've talked about this a lot. Yeah. Eyes bulging. When's the last time eyes bulging? Anderson. The sex, last time sex scenes. That was the first iteration of the film ball. That was I like three. Well. That was like three sex scenes you ago. Talked. You that talked about sex That was probably two thousand two at length. Anderson, that was probably two thousand two. Are you going to talk about it again? This I film know. has not come up since then. Mm-hmm. And here we are, two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Jean-Jacques Arnaud. Mm-hmm. Anod. Uh, starring Jude Law, Ray Fiennes, Rachel Weisz, Bob Hoskins, Ed Harris, and Ron Perlman. It's a dramatization, Anderson, of true events depicted in the yeah. 1973 book, And the Gates, the Battle for Stalingrad. set in 1942 and 43. Um, it is the story of a uh, couple of snipers, one on the German side and one uh, no, one on the Russian side, one on the German side. The Russians in this case are the good guys because uh, they are on the Allied forces. And uh, they're being, they're trying to save the Stalingrad. Saved. Safe. They're on a safe Stalingrad, and Ed Harris plays the uh, the, the, the bad guy, the German, the German sniper. He's fantastic. I haven't seen him in a while. And uh, Jude Law plays the um, the Russian sniper, and they duel. They basically, it's sort of a cat he and mouse English. kind of thing. It's yeah, like a it's new. a it's a cat and mouse story um, set in a war setting, obviously World War II. Some apparently some former Soviet soldiers, Anderson, were actually so uh, offended by the way the film portrayed them That's that sad. they they took their complaints to like the Russian Congress and asked them to ban the film. Really? In Russia, that's right.
3: Was it because they were being played by
9: Jerry? Probably because they are playing played by, like, British people, right? Tom and Jerry. I was su- suggesting oh, a cat, cat mouse. Oh,
3: cat and mouse?
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't think that. I was offended. Kind of I'm
3: offended with any movie where they're like, yeah, you know what? These are Brits. They'll, they'll talk with, uh, I mean, Germans, their crowds, Krauts. So they'll talk with German accents. Yep. The audience will forget. And uh, <laughs> if they're Germans. They speak German. We Let's can read part. the goddamn subtitles. Like Das Boot. Yeah, make... make
9: Fucking uh, Jude Law, stop giving his kid the ecstasy, and then sit down and learn a little uh, Russian. It's not a perfect movie, but there are a handful of Bolshevix. scenes. This is over 10 years ago. There's a handful of scenes that have stuck with me, and I still think about it And like, I don't know. I, I, I go back and forth on whether or not this is a great movie or even a really good movie, but okay. any movie that has four or five scenes that stick with you after 10 years, you got to give it up for a movie like that.
3: Ironically, what sticks with me it's about a great this movie- <laughs> I, More okay. than the movie itself is uh, last time we talked about this, which I can't believe it's been ten years. It's but I remember, 10 years. I remember telling you this verbatim. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's weird you were bring that up, and that would be in your top five sex scenes, Brian. Because I remember the theater that I saw it in, mm-hmm. in the city. I remember the shoes that I was wearing. Don't remember the movie that well. Don't remember it. It's a handful of scenes that really stick out. I remember our conversation about the movie. What much better than I remember the, the actual movie? Number five for me: Enemy at the Gates. All
9: right, here comes my number five.
3: Oh, I should also point out: rich, very rich, uh,
9: vast. Didn't we just say Didn't I just say this Group Didn't I just say this 61 mo- movies Brian I pulled 61 <laughs> 61 potential candidates And my also rans Are
3: only going to be movies That are, that would be on this list But they were already On other lists Yes I uh, have, have See that's uh, what I'm doing Bookmark those And, okay. I told, and I'm told, i going to explain To you oh, what yeah. what uh, list Those were on Your We'll do turn, that at the end Number 5 61 Brian you, Did I mention the Sixty-one, movie's, movies The movie 61 Nope oh. I don't like
9: that uh, Based Belly on, on real events Based on real events I don't like that of Crystal
3: Alright My number 5 Here we go Highly Irregular Highly irregular pick. Wait, was I supposed to say something before I actually said? Did you
9: write down "sniff"?
3: <laughs> I'm reading a script right now. <laughs> uh,
9: no, I had to say the title: "Pirates of the Silicon Valley." TV movie. Pirates of the Silicon Valley. You know, the Anthony Michael Hall. Is fucking. <laughs> it's a that TV movie.
3: Is so goddamn good. You put listen a TV the, movie on your list. Awards. Of t- Best edited motion picture movie for commercial television. It won it in 2000. What, the Emmy? Best casting for TV movie of the week. For what? It won, it won what? Lisa Friedberger. What did it win? It won a casting society of America. Casting society.
9: American cinema editors. You're gave amazing. It, that. it is a, you know what? I looked at my list over and over again, and it just kept popping up. It's like, I love that fucking movie. All list. right. You know what? Uh, the, uh, the, the 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 war for late night was, oh no, the, the, the late shift. Was a candidate for my list, and that's a TV movie. I've that been I holding
3: this one in my back pocket, waiting for the top five uh, t- made, movies made for TV. TV mm-hmm. made movies. That'll never happen. Well, ne- we're never going to do it. And I want to talk about this goddamn movie because I really like it. Here's the deal: it spans the time, to- the, the period of time from the early '70s all the way up to 1997, when Steve Jobs and Noah Wiley, who, who's played by Noah Wiley, and Bill Gates is played by Anthony Michael Hall. Can you imagine that? Rusty's playing Bill Gates. I can imagine uh, that. They develop a partnership after Jobs returns to Apple Computer. Uh, Boring, boring, boring. It aired uh, Turner Network Television on April 6th and 7th, 1999. I have no idea why, but I watched it one of those dates. I remember sitting down and going, I want to learn about these nerds. I want (laughs) to know more about them. Uh, Jobs uh, actually set it up. He did not like the movie. He actually called uh, Noah Wiley who used to be big back in... This was a Noah Wiley... This was like Aiden.
9: 1994. 99. No, oh 99. Oh, Jesus. Noah no. Wiley
3: was actually big on... Uh, oh,
9: yeah. Why did it be 94? There was no internet Let's Let's... Let's go. Let's <laughs> move no, on. That was
3: he, stupid, he was big on... Uh, what's that That, that, that ER. movie about? ER. ER. Thank you. Uh, at, and Donnie Darko. Well, it was before. Yeah. Donnie Darko. Long before. Like two years before. Sorry. <laughs> but... Uh, Jobs called him up and said, hey, I wasn't a huge fan of the movie, but I really liked your portrayal. And he actually set it up. So he came down and he gave the first five minutes of a keynote address that uh, Steve Jobs gave. You know how every few months when Steve yeah, yeah. Jobs was alive, he'd come out and go, look at a smaller iPhone for more money. Look at my turtleneck.
9: Look at my turtleneck.
3: Yeah. So he went out and he actually bought clothes that he wouldn't oh, really yeah, wear for Jobs? Noah Wiley. Oh, that's you know, he great. He bought a for Noah Wiley. But
9: I'm saying, Samuel Wiley went out as Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah, he went
3: out for the first five oh, that's minutes as Steve Jobs. And then Steve Jobs came out and said, what are you
9: doing? You're not me. I'm me
3: that's but uh, yeah, apparently it went over big. But yeah, I uh, I wish it was streaming. It's not, but you can send away for it. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, Fuckflix thought that I would like it a four point two, which is pretty high, pretty high. I like. It's all about the. Um, I already told you what it's about, and it also inspired me to rent a one hundred and sixty-five minute documentary, Brian.
9: That's very rare that Netflix predicts you're going to like something. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, uh, over four, over four stars.
3: Well, it depends on how you rate. I'm very
9: high on that. No, it doesn't happen that often. 3-4, 3 I, four, I, three, uh, three, I, four. Got, I think it predicted dog day afternoon at 3.8, and Mississippi burning like 3.5. They're both about right. But I, would you recommend this movie, Brian? I never saw this movie. Well, you should watch it. I don't watch TV films. That's what I say. That's, well, that's sully a, that's my eyeballs. That's All right, that's an interesting picture. choice. I don't know that I would uh, sanction that in the official TFE sanctioning body, oh, but uh, it'll go before the judges. and. that's oh, good. Oh, by the time this uh, episode drops, the Olympics will be underway. What does that have to do with fucking Noah Wiley going, Steve going before the judges?
3: Anthony Michael Hall. I hear Anthony Michael Hall in real life. Ah, oh, I don't know for sure. I've just heard from friends of mine. Good, worked with him. Good guy. Real he's sweet. A drunken bully. <laughs> <laughs> angry drunken bully. I can see that. Can you see good. that? Yeah, yeah. He actually played an uh, angry drunken bully in uh, Community. Pretty much
9: playing himself. Oh, Apparently, nice. that was
3: like a joke within a joke. Like oh. they actually wrote a part for how he's perceived. Okay, I like
9: that. <laughs> Number four for me. A film that for sure would have found its way on my list had I not made it, uh, I think, my number one film of maybe last year or the year before, The Fighter. But how about this for another inspiring sports movie from 2004, Friday Night Lights, directed by Peter Berg, who directed <sighs> one of your favorite films, Very Bad Things. Peter Berg. Also Hancock and Battleship. He's had a mixed career. Uh, a No, he made one good movie. One. Friday Night Lights?
3: I have not seen it, so that doesn't oh, exist. Oh, you really haven't seen it? That doesn't exist in my world. You will not make oh, me watch it. Oh, you're going to love this watch, film. You're going to love this yet. film. No, I'm not prepared to watch it. why yet. would you not want to? I've been avoiding really good movie. Friday Night Lights. Why?
9: Because my brother wants me to watch it, and I love to tell oh. him every single week, nope, still haven't seen it, bro. Wouldn't it be better to actually tell him, hey, I saw it, not because of you?
3: Actually, that's the point. That's good all
9: the point. point. Yeah. Also, remember that Billy Bob Thornton, Lucas Black, Derek Luke, and Tim McGraw in a small role, uh, set in Odessa, Texas. It's kicker. the true story of the Permian Panthers' 1988 football really, season. Brian. Yep. Top five. That's a great movie. Really. Contender for top five sports Do You understand? Films. I have sixty-one Anderson. solid movies on my list. Sixty-one. You realize the conceit of my thing is that I have five films that I could not put on the list, and therefore yes. I must find tangentially related alternatives. I don't understand what you're saying. Okay.
3: Please don't use big words. I could've could put Hoosier, I could have put hoosiers on
9: here. Yeah, you can't. I will not allow it. <laughs> you will not allow <laughs> no. it. Anyhow Uh, Yes, this is uh, the true story of the Permian Panthers. Uh, Everything hinges on the success of their best player, Anderson, James Booby Miles. Oh, he's so good, Booby. But their season is derailed when he gets seriously injured in the very first game. You know what? I would have seen this. The
3: problem with it is that it became a TV show, and I'm going to feel like uh, lots and lots of pressure, if I really like this movie, to go on and watch Watch five seasons or whatever it is. Uh, Brings another point up, though, about why the uh, Dark Knight Rises kind of um, was disappointing. The goddamn... All right, they used a lot of the real Steelers, apparently, to play the football players. Yep. Both teams had the worst boring logos yeah. I've ever seen. If you're gonna And make, like make UFL football uniforms, teams, make some decent like logos and uniforms. The uniforms weren't terrible. I agree. At least
9: it was black and gold, but the logo I like thought I said Under Armour on them. Ridiculous. I agree. Why? I totally agree with you. Um, why? Why would you do that? This it's like was. He was uh, jocks like he hates jocks so much. He's like wanted to piss them off. Well, he's, he's isn't he British? He's a British guy, right? An Australian? Nolan. Yeah, I don't know about
3: his personal life because I hate. Him. <laughs> No, he's British. He's a British man.
9: This is based on Buzz Bissinger's book, Friday Night Lights, A Town, A Team, and a Dream. This was a uh, fine, fine film candidate for my uh, top five sports movies of all time. And here it lies, number four on my all-time uh, top five movies based on true and
3: stories. And I have a I will be flick it so. That's probably mm-hmm. gonna have, uh, Number four for me. Yeah. I was very... Uh, you know what? Christopher Nolan was born in uh, London. I'll have you know.
9: Okay. That's England. He's very that's young. my wife is
3: right now. He's very young.
9: Yeah she hanging out with hooligans? Probably. Mm-hmm. All right. This is
3: England. Very good movie, by the way. Oh. A lot of people have been telling me to watch it. I watched it. I just didn't fl- flick it for whatever True story? Maybe I did. True story, yeah. Based on real, right. based on you know, bio- biographical. Maybe Num- I did flick Either way, number four. This is a very hard to watch movie. Uh, very disturbing at times. Uh, I was very upset today to go on to uh, fuck Flix and see that it's no longer on instant. Um, Bully. Larry Clark's Bully. Bully. 2001. I've not seen Bully. And uh, it is the story of an actual event of um, seven. They called them like the uh, whatever town they're from. Seven, the uh, Florida Seven.
9: Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I actually had it written
3: down, but I didn't bring it in. But who cares? Like no, the that, West Memphis Three or something. Very similar to that. And the this is the true life, very gritty Secaucus raw, seven?
9: gritty raw. The Secaucus Seven?
3: I don't know. Okay. <laughs>
9: It's very ro- – actually, you know what? Look Logan, look that up.
3: I'll look it up real quick. You know what I mean? no, That's what Logan needs to do more often. He needs to help us out in situations Yeah, he's back like there this. doing jack shit. He's back there. Not back there. He's not back there. That's right. Uh, very, very disturbing. Rock. It opens up almost like right off the bat with a rape scene. Um, what it is is Nick Stahl plays Brad Renfro's best friend, but Nick wow. Stahl is a horrible, horrible person. And he does lots of uh, horrible things, such as, well, that's your girlfriend. Now she's my girlfriend, too. I'm going to have sex with her. Watch this. And he goes, and he just, like, donkey punches her from behind, jumps on top of her, and starts having sex with her. I believe that there is a leather belt involved. However, there's some very funny – Larry Clark's the guy that directed it. He's the guy that kids. directed kids. Uh, he did not write kids. Harmony Corinne wrote that. But um, he's known as being a very um, almost child porn director. I mean, he yeah. doesn't have the greatest reputation Um in, in Hollywood, What the hell is the name of The Seven? I should have written that down for fuck's sake. Anyways, beyond all that, here's the funniest part. I was doing a little research to see what they end up killing or maybe killing or possibly the plot of the movie is they're trying to figure out. It's based on reality, so you know, draw from it what you right. want. Uh, but this guy is such an asshole. Their friend is such an asshole. They figure out a way that they should maybe kill him. Um, this happened back in the late, late 90s. Some of these people now, The Seven, are uh, on parole or they're right. out. So I was trying to figure out what was going on with him. I couldn't find a whole lot on the internet. Uh, And one of the message boards that I was looking around on, (laughs) uh, the guy writes, I actually talked to them on MySpace a few times. Here's what he had to say. Heather is pretty much retarded. (laughs) Derek D., who's one of the characters in the movie, these are the actual real-life characters that he talked to. Derek D. seemed to be an all-right dude with a kid. I honestly don't think that he believed they were actually going to do what they did. And then there's Ali, who seems to be a whore. And Lisa, I guess, is bringing up Marty's kid. So these people are still out there. Uh, they're amongst us. Thanks and, for the update. Uh, I, I enjoyed that update very much. I laughed when I read it, and uh, I I recommend <laughs> this retarded. movie to people. Brad Renfro is actually very good. It'll make you kind of sad because uh, he was he was one dead. of my one of my. He's dead. I liked him as an actor quite a bit. And I like that Nick Stahl. Nick Stahl is great in this movie. Michael Pitt's also in it, who you should know um, from Boardwalk Empire, and also. Uh, as I've mentioned before. Brad movie Pitt's brother. In. Not Brad Pitt's brother. Okay. But uh, also from Hedvig and the Angry Inch. But uh, you got to have a good stomach for this one, as in like uh, you can stomach horrible things. This is a movie I might make you watch one day oh, soon, shit. Yeah. I don't want to see this. Some hard things to see. I don't want to see it. It's it's gritty. Okay. It's raw, but I enjoyed it. I saw it like two or three times in the theater probably. I really liked it. It was a very well-made movie. The word fuck uh, and
9: its derivatives are said 275 <laughs> and
3: times. 275 times throughout Fucking the Fucking
9: fucker yeah. fucked. Good one. Number three for me. Mm. Everyone knows how much I loved 50-50, a movie that uh, came out last year. Name my best film of the year. But how about another film about a man also battling a grave illness? The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Yeah, good one, bro. From 2007, directed by Julian Schnabel. Not, it turns out, French. Uh, that, that was the shock of the day for me. It was turning out that Julian, Julian Schnabel is not French. It's a French film. It's about a French guy. It's in French. I believe it's Julian Schnabel de
3: Basquiat, which is all about his days in New York. Julian Schnabel is
9: New York. He's from Brooklyn. Yeah. I didn't fucking know that. You weren't familiar with Basquiat because I've talked about it quite a bit. bit. This is starring Matthew Almerich. He plays. Jean-Dominique Bauby, also Jean Doe, a.k.a. Jean Doe, he's the French editor of Elle magazine. It's a true story about him awakening from a three-week coma and discovering he has locked-in syndrome. It's a rare condition where the patient, uh, they're totally uh, physically paralyzed, but uh, they remain mentally acute, sort of like ALS. Uh, He's only able to communicate through blinking one eye. Painstakingly, Anderson, he writes his memoir, and then, uh, spoiler alert, This is not actually in the movie. This is just FYI. So I don't think it's actually a spoiler. It's just real life. Fucking guy died three days later. He died three days after his memoir was published. How terrible is that?
3: It sounds about right. It's like uh, Andy Rooney. Once you you don't have a purpose.
9: (laughs) Without the show, Brian, I'm dead. uh, So Julian Schnabel is going to shoot the film in English, but he decided the film would be better in its original language. and learned French prior to shooting. Just what I was talking about. Smart man, that Schnabel. The, uh, the book was called The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, of course, in French. It was something else. But uh, nominated for four Oscars that year, including Best Director and Best Adapted Screenplay. Good movie. Definitely will stick with you. There's some uh, there's some stuff in there that's um, there's emotionally wrenching moments. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie, though. My number three, Brian. You saw it, right? Oh, I love The Diving okay. Bell. Yeah. In I emotion- couldn't have put it on my list. It's one of my
3: 61, but I couldn't put it on because I think it was on another, another list. Oh, right.
9: Limited storytelling. What's that? Limited storytelling. It might have been. Hmm? May have been. May have been.
3: Uh, here we go now. These are like three very, very good movies. Movies okay. everyone's pretty much heard of. Okay. I would hope. It's here. Uh, however, they don't get discussed much on this. It's, your it's Uh This one's number seven all time on IMDb right Holy now. shit. All time. All time. Right above Dark Knight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which kind of uh, infuriates me when I actually think about it. But um, not so much because I'm talking about Schindler's List. Yeah. It's just a fantastic, You're going for the biggest, movie. most
9: obvious choice out there. I had to. Yeah.
3: It's so good. You'd it's be never remiss. been mentioned be by
9: off. these lips. Who? I've never mentioned it on this program. I don't think you ever talked about I've it. I've seen it a couple times in the theater. I am I stupid for thinking I want to see it again. Like I just think about that the other day. I no, was, I don't I think see, you are. It's it's awful, it it's
3: jarring, it's disturbing, as most well made Hollywood movies are. It's a total downer. But it's really with the exception of the little girl in the red dress, which kinda bugged me. That was a bit much for me. You thought it was like heavy handed? Heavy handed, <laughs> exactly. But uh, some interesting uh, plot, put, some things that happened around this movie. I'm not going to even explain. It's all about Schindler, who. Uh, Oscar Schindler life, plays by Bligh- Liam Neeson. Who, uh, a real life character, who uh, did not enjoy the uh, the killing of the Jews and did all he could to
9: save them. He was a German someone. industrialist, I think, or something. He had like a factory. Spielberg
3: bought the rights to the novel back in the early 80s, 1983. And he offered so he had the rights to it. And he offered it up to Roman Polanski, who turned it down because he had spent too much time. He lost his family. Polanski right. lost his family in Auschwitz and didn't want to return to that, even though he later did, did with The Penist. The Penist, penis. penis, which almost
9: made my list, Brian. Right. Ooh, Love that penis. Good flick. But I couldn't. You know why? Daniel Day-Lewis. That's exactly why. Yeah. Fucked Bill the Butcher. That's <laughs> un- unacceptable. <laughs> That's unacceptable. Just, anyway, and you know what the price you pay when you do that? You're left off film You're left list. off
3: the Type 5 list. <laughs> what I'm talking about, of course, is Bill the Butcher, Daniel Day-Lewis. Should have won back in, what was that, 2000? 2000, 2001? 2002, 2002. 2003. Oh. And he, instead he lost to, uh, to, uh, to Honkin' Beezer. What's his name?
9: Adrian Brody. on peace or oh, Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> that was what I heard. Adrian man. Brody. I heard that in a TV show today. I wanted to slip that in. He also uh, offered it up to Sidney Pollack, who uh, turned it down for un- unspecified reasons. He's now dead. Uh, Billy Wilder That's also wanted to do it as an homage to his family who got uh, obliterated in the World War II. Mm. And uh, he also uh, offered it up to Scorsese. Can you imagine Scorsese making the uh, Schindler's List? I can imagine that. I can think that would be pretty good. Because mm. he does like movies like that. Koon mm. Doon. But uh, Spielberg... Ultimately, um, kind of, he kind of indie was an Indian giver with Spielberg. Once he gave to Spielberg, I mean, not, not with Scorsese, Scorsese. Once Scorsese took it and was going to make it. I mean, he was slotted to make it. He was going to make this film like in '88. Um, Spielberg said, "You know what? How about I let you make uh, remake Cape Fear because I you know how much you love that movie. You go get busy with that." And then he went, he wow. went the back door, and he made, he made uh, the old bait and switch. Schindler's List. Um, studios greenlit Schindler. Under the guise, on one one um, condition was that Spielberg direct Jurassic Park first, which is interesting because Spielberg said, later said, there's no way he could have directed Jurassic Park anyways after he did um, Schindler's List because he, he evolved and changed his direction. Sure. That's his quote. However, four short years later, he's making Lost World Jurassic Park 2. So, what does that mean, Speely? What are you talking about there? Speely. Speely, that's what I call him. Um,. Spielberg also did should be noted—he didn't use any storyboards for for one of the first times, maybe mm. the first time ever, because he wanted to have it uh, give it a raw, documentary, gritty feel. Mm.
9: So just happened unfolding before the camera. Exactly. He made
3: he came up with a shot list and what he wanted to do a pretty, pretty day of like huh, scene by scene. I didn't scene. know that. And here's one last little uh, tidbit of information, which I find hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this ought to be good. Mel Gibson desperately wanted to play Schindler. Oh, no. Can you imagine no. if Mel
9: Gibson played Schindler? How awesome that wow. would be. Wow. Now, today, How would that change history? I think we should go back and remake it. I would fucking love and that. Let him, let him do it. Yeah. You can play, oh, my God. All right.
3: So, Schindler's List, uh, it, it deserves to be talked about on a, on a podcast about movies. It's a really, really great movie. Uh, it'd probably be definitely in my top five Spielberg movies of all time. Really, really well-made movie. Enjoyed. Uh, in the worst way you can possibly enjoy a movie, it still sticks with me. Ray Fiennes is uh, awful, awful yeah. human being. He's a bad
1: person. I don't like him as an actor, and oh, I really, really
3: don't like him in this movie. Why? Because he's a terrible person. He plays no, I an mean, I wasn't acting as an actor. I don't know. He bugs me. There's number- too many Fiennes out there to keep them all straight. Oh,
9: yeah, Ray Fiennes was in uh, my one, my number five, mm-hmm. The Enemy of the Gates. Number two for me. Oh, I would like to put The Social Network on here. That's a fantastic film baked do it. It was a faulty. Based upon an uh, eccentric, antisocial billionaire. But you know what else is? Hmm. Underrated.
3: Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, I got it. Pirates of the Caribbean? Pirates of the uh, Valley. At World's End. Pirates of the Caribbean.
9: Another movie on an eccentric, That's antisocial before. billionaire Anderson. Underrated Scorsese film. The Aviator. Oh. From 2004. Biographical. Bi- I already had it on. Uh, I didn't have it on biopics, but... A fine, fine film based on real events. Uh, Martin Scorsese directed. Leonardo DiCaprio starred, along with Kate Blanchett, who won an Oscar. Alec Baldwin, Alan Alda, and Kate Beckinsale. Kind of a—it's a rarity, Anderson, in this category. It's a uh, an original screenplay about a real person, uh, not based on source material. Usually, these movies are adapted from books, right. or something, or inspired by you know a newspaper. This was just a hodgepodge
3: of information. This was
9: just uh, drawn from uh, real events, right? You know? and Actual it was, uh, occurrences. That's absolutely right.
3: That's the same with um, with uh, Pirates of the Silicon Valley. He just he, he didn't actually use either Bill Gates <laughs> or Steve Jobs as source material. You're amazing. He he just actually got stories that were all backed up. This was so an honorable mention on my,
9: this is an honorable mention on my list of top five biopics mm-hmm. as well as top five movies that need a sequel. I very much want to see Howard Hughes: The Final Days. That would be a very interesting film. Mm-hmm. Um, nominated for eleven Oscars, that was the most of that year, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Actor. It won five, like I said, including. Cate Blanchett. She was the first. Anderson. Here's a little bit of trivia for you. Cate Blanchett was the first person to win an Oscar for portraying an actual Oscar winner, Catherine Hepburn. Oh, yeah, that's very interesting trivia.
3: Was for Howard you. Hughes uh, mentioned or not mentioned or alluded to in uh, Dark Knight Rises?
9: I don't think he was. It was. was there. Oh, he, he was. Absolutely al- was. He was. He was? Oh. No. No, there was. Oh no. Sorry, he was alluded to for sure, but I don't think yes. he was mentioned. Like no, the, he was alluded they were to talking us. about like jars of urine yes. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at the beginning of the film, Bruce Wayne has become a bit of a recluse.
3: I love this aviator. Good choice, bro. Good choice. Great, great movie.
9: Michael, you know who was originally supposed to be Turns directed? Out it's real, too. You know who was originally supposed to direct this film?
3: Uh, the guy that directed uh, Pirates of Silicon Valley.
9: Michael Mann was originally supposed to direct oh, it. Oh, my happened, God. Just made. It would have
3: been an extra 45
9: minutes Oh, my don't. God. He made two biopics leading up to this, The Insider and, and Ali, and so instead he produced.
3: It would have been 45
9: minutes longer, okay. and it would have been shot on video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two for you. Mm-hmm.
3: Number two for me. All right. I said it earlier that you know I have one of those uh, questionable movies on my list. Yeah, you already had such one. Such as Mothman. No, oh, I talked about Mothman, it was not on my list. What about Paradise of Silicon Valley? That's not questionable. It's a TV film. But it's based on true events. Here's the the one that may so or is the may evening not news. Be, may or may not be based on true events. Channel 9 news number 2. Depends on what your background your religious background right. is. Around. Okay. Talking about 1973. Jesus of Nazareth? The Exorcist. <laughs>
9: The Exorcist,
3: based on real life events. <laughs> that's not, even that, yet, that's not even
9: that great of a film. It's a great movie. Oh, my God. How
3: fucking dare you? Are you kidding me right now? I haven't seen it in a long time. It is so good. All watch right. it with the lights off in your house. You got an attic now, buddy. Not a neighbor above you. You mm-hmm. watch it in a house oh. Oh, with good wow. sound. Tony, this is one of the best made horror movies ever. I know a lot of you kids probably have never seen it. You've heard about it. Uh, I dated a girl for a while who said she thought it was hilarious. That relationship soon there ended because I was terrified of her. Wow. There's nothing funny about this movie. Oh. Now, here's another thing, a little tidbit. If you have not seen it, you're going to watch it or you're going to go back and watch it again. I do not recommend the director's cut. They added, they put scenes in there that should not have been in there to begin with. They made it comical almost where she does a spider walk. The spider walk. No Upside needs, down, no, right? Or down the down the fucking yeah. stairs. No one needs to see that. William you Friedkin. Watch the original. Get through, Billy the first, Friedkin. get through the first 10, 15 minutes because it's tough. It's difficult when he's over there uh, in Jerusalem or whatever cruising around where he first brings the spirit back with him. Uh, it is... Horrific, terrifying. If you have any kind of belief in um, uh, supernatural, which I don't want to at all, I try not to, but things happen, Brian. I, things that cannot be ignored happened. True is I, I, I do drink a lot. That is true. That's but true. things freaky. My house that I'm living in right now, I don't even want to get into it. But what goes not, on there? Not cool What goes shit. on there? Uncool What happened shit.
9: there? Did shit go down? I don't
3: like it. Why? I don't even like to talk Creaky about noises? it. Creaky noises? Skin under the, the hair. <laughs> Back of my neck's going up a little Creaky bit. Creaky noises right at night? Beyond that, footsteps, Brian. Wow. Footsteps and
9: moans creeks and moans. And my little
3: nephew came over a couple of days ago and he's like, "Yeah, I guess he's really into this. He's 12." He had a
9: red handprint on his back. He walked in and he's like, "I, I sense
3: I sense a woman, an older woman, and wow. I know I know an old old lady died in there." Wow. And I also know that she feared rape wow. because she had been raped. That's why she closed all my goddamn windows with cock. Excuse the punk. <laughs> She did. No pun. I can't open the Caulk. goddamn windows. Cock, cock. I can't open the windows because she's so petrified wow. that she cocked them all. She opened them that up. That seems like a safety hazard. Up. It does. I can't open the goddamn windows. It's sweltering, Brian. You ought to get a chisel. I, t- I talked to you about the panicking uh, seagulls that I saw in my, in my neighborhood because they're so far from the ocean and it's so goddamn hot. <laughs> what are you doing am, about here? I am wil- uh, d- sweltering and wilting in my own bedroom because of this woman's paranoia and fear. And here's the here's the thing that really enrages me. Like at three in the morning, when I can hear her footsteps. Apparently, I think it is right. her footsteps. Right. Um, you never thought about bars. <laughs> Put bars on the window, lady. Yeah. I can take those off. The windows There's can go There's no one cocking. No one right. cocking those goddamn windows. There's but, no one cocking that cock. Right. Cock. <clears throat> so yes, the Exorcist. Um, going. Now, if you uh, if there are uh, people listening to this program right now who know, everyone's knows the name. Don't watch the second one or the third one either. Don't waste your time with any of that shit. Watch the original. And okay, it, uh, it stands up. I'll go back and watch it, it, it. Then it's I can't so even good. remember. William Friedkin is considered a great director, and it's because of this movie. Uh, here's uh, let, let me give you a little idea of just uh, what the uh, people at the time, 1973, thought of it. 1974, Oscars uh, won best sound because the sound is fucking exceptional. Best writing, and then it was nominated for best actor, uh, Jason Miller. Best actress, Ellen Burstyn. Uh, best actress, supporting role, Linda Blair, who is ops. She's she's hot before she becomes Satan. Yeah. I'm telling you, she's really hot before she becomes Satan. She's very cute. I remember being a little kid thinking, she's really cute. And then I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, best art direction, best cinematographer, best director, William Friedkin, uh, best film editing, and best picture. I mean, it almost uh, could have swept that year. It was up for everything. It was yeah. one of the big ones, and it deserved it. And apparently, there was a lot of um, Catholic priests who stand by this. Ooh.
9: Yeah. Say it,
3: say it actually
9: happened. All right, I'm with you on your... It's an interesting choice for this list, but... Uh, exorcist. He look how good Logan looks, by the, the exorcist. way. Exorcist. He looks pregnant. Oh, that is not Logan. Yeah. This is uncomfortable. Number one for me. You know, Goodfellas would have been a worthy entry in anyone's list, especially number one, movies that actually took place. But how about this for a film that was released just the next year, also co-starring Joe Pesci? Talk about JFK. Oh, I thought you were going say Raging Bull. No! JFK from 1991, directed by Oliver Stone... Uh, starring Kevin Costner, Tommy Lee Jones, Gary Oldman. oh Gary Oldman's so fantastic. So Lee many Liberty Oswalds. We're taken with this movie, though. So many, so many, so many. Questionably it's based. More on than that. The Exorcist. Are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pesci, <laughs> Donald Sutherland, Kevin Bacon. What? What happened? Did you Get touched? I heard something. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. We're in a st- we're in a sound studio. Anything could happen here. It's
3: horrifying. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Might have been my dog. Didn't mean to real- irritate. i have been Charlie. No, it was something in the ceiling. Oh, sorry.
9: Uh, Yes, it is uh, based on New Orleans D.A. Jim Garrison's prosecution of Clay Shaw as a conspirator to assassinate JFK. It was based on – where is the book? Uh, Oh, I haven't written it down. Oh, yeah, it is. Garrison's book, On the Trail of the Assassins. Uh, The real Jim Garrison Anderson actually appears as Supreme Court Chief Justice Earl Warren this Mr. Garrison. That's right. Uh, Mr. King, uh the first time, I think this is probably the first time I saw a film. I was 13 years old and I saw it and I think it was the first time I recognized a great film when I saw it. I'd seen a few films that I thought oh, were really good God. and I enjoyed, but JFK is a great movie and I've you seen, seen it, it several times since then and uh, I think the first time I recognized oh, this is a great movie and I'm seeing a really, really good thing.
3: Want to, want to hear my personal hell? Sure. I'm sent back in time to that 13-year-old Brian and I have to sit down and I can't speak and you're explaining to me why JFK is a, is a good movie. <laughs> Why well, it's a great film? <laughs> that is my personal hell. Just in a wow. white room. How like, bad would that be? You're already balding, right? I
9: still have a little bit of hair left. <laughs> 13 years old, receding hairline. That is a terrible, terrible uh, yeah. dilemma. You love Oliver Stone, though. I did. You do. No, I you still them. love. You no, still, you still have love. I still don't love. Still have love, love. No, I mean, Platoon is one of my all-time favorites. Brian. This comes between Platoon and Natural Born Killers, two of your favorite Stone films. And I watched it, and I remember being bored. No, well, I remember thinking this. I only seen
3: oh, it once. Yeah, I saw it in the theater once. Oh my god, It's so go, good. Nah, I don't need to go back to see it again. Oh, uh, uh, too much going on. This, uh, too much bullshit going on. Wonder if I can actually. On. You know what it is? It's all over Stone saying this is what could have happened.
9: Yeah, of course. There's a lot of conjecture. It's a ton of conjecture, but it's based on. I want am going to watch The
3: Exorcist. If I want what could have happened, I'm going to watch What Happens with Demons and Little Girls.
9: I wonder if we were, I wonder if, I I can think about this some more, but I wonder if this is Kevin Costner's best role. No. Perfect world. Wow, that's That's true. Oh,
3: other than The Postman, you mean?
9: I have seen The the Postman. I've not seen The Postman. We need to watch The Postman together. (laughs) We need to do commentary, but it's not streaming anywhere, but Uh, oh my god, it's.
3: One of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I don't like schlocky, terrible worst, but this one's awesome.
9: Number one, JFK. Postman. It was up for Best Picture, and uh, worthily, worthily, worthily so. Number one for me, The
3: Postman. Starring... Oh, my God. Real events, huh? Okay, this is a movie that I absolutely love. Uh, it was. It's, it's disappointing that it has not come up on a list yet. Um, <clears throat> what was I
9: supposed to say first?
3: Produced by Mel Brooks, Brian.
9: Okay. Mm,
3: he didn't want his name to be associated with it at all, though, other all than right. just the producing credit, which they didn't use for the ad campaign at all, because- he didn't want anyone to mistake right. it for a comedy, which it was far from.
9: The Elephant Man, oh, 1980. oh, this is absolutely come up on the list before. Not my list. Okay, no listeners, please please tweet Anderson. He's no tweeting sir- again. Man. He's tweeting again. Bob. I've never I've never had the elephant. One hundred percent, you have What for? Why else would it come up? I haven't talked about. it. I don't recall having it on. <laughs> Top five uh, David Lynch movies? Yeah, it might be on there. Film no, debuts, we did, absolutely,
3: would be on. well, yeah, but Eraserhead. <gasps> have you seen Eraserhead, Brian? It's in the oh, future. Maybe that
9: was the film you were talking about.
3: Eraserhead is very different from Elephant Man. Okay. So have you not seen the Elephant Man? No. <sighs> Good God. Joseph Merrick. <laughs> it's all about real life. Joseph Merrick, um, who was in the turn of the century. this is John London. Hurt
9: or William Hurt? This is John Hurt? John Hurt, yeah. I just saw Alien yesterday.
3: And uh, the makeup. Here's, here's, here's uh, something very, very... Did you just see
9: Alien yesterday? Yeah, I did.
3: Jesus Christ Almighty! It
9: was on TV and... and it... How
3: do you watch that movie... And it's predecessors over, or over, it's, it's, it's it's sequels There's over. There's no predecessor. And oh,
9: over. Prometheus. And over again. How do you do that? It's man? that good. It is not that good. It is. There's nothing other than Three's Company that I've watched. Miss more. Movies. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Is it that good?
3: Yeah. We go an episode where we don't goddamn mention those movies? Jesus Christ. I don't Listen, to this the makeup was made out of actual casts from Joseph Merrick's from body. Relevance. From Joseph Merrick's, Merrick's body, which is preserved in a private museum in the Royal London Hospital. Um, check out the nominations for this movie. You ready? Here we go. Academy Award nominations, 1981. Best Actor in a Leading Role, John Hurt. Okay. Best Art Direction Set. i the name. read all the set names right. people you ever heard. heard uh, best Costume Design, Best Director, Best Film Editing, Best Music Original Score, Best Picture, and Best Writing.
9: This is a David Lynch film, right?
3: Yes, David Lynch. David Lynch proving that he can make movies that aren't... Um, Zany and wacky and crazy and, and uh, don't have any kind of narrative thread. This is a I very, really want to see the Other story. than the black and white uh, aspects of this movie, which a lot of people probably are not uh, real pleased with, it's a beautiful movie. Same with Chandler's List. Black and white. Didn't have to be. Um, it really made you feel, cause, especially because it's a movie that takes place. like he, Joseph Merrick was found by the doctor, played by Anthony Hopkins, and plays the doctor finds uh, The Elephant Man, he was like in a sideshow. I mean, he, it's just so sad. It's the worst of humanity and the best of humanity. It makes you sob, sob, sob. You know what? It might have been on my top five most of the movies that made you cry. I don't think so. I think it was an also red. Maybe. A great fucking movie. Um, here's what I was getting at, though. Mm-hmm. You notice all those nominations and, and things that I wanted? Yep. Nothing about best, best ma- makeup. Not mentioned. Oh, interesting. Because they didn't have it back then oh. and they invented it because of this movie. Uh, Christopher Tucker, not the one that we all know and love. Chris Tucker? But, Christopher From Tucker Rush did Hour? the makeup, and the Academy received a barrage of complaints due to the lack of recognition, so uh, That's interesting it, was that it was prompted to create a new category for best makeup for the huh. Oscars. So interesting. And uh, here's a funny, i every now and again, you know, tro- trolling and uh, all that stuff that happens on, in message boards. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's kind of funny. Sure. Here's a good one. I, re- I read this on an IMDB thread, actually. That John guy, talking about John Hurt. John Hurt.
9: That John guy.
3: Had a unique look. How come I never saw him in anything else? Talking about it. Sure, sure. His deformed face. And then the response somebody wrote uh, right after the the next next entry was, he was offered a lot of roles, but he was always typecast as a a deformed person. (laughs) He was holding out for that leading man in an action movie role, but it just never happened. He ended up literally working for Peanuts off Broadway, <laughs> off off Broadway. Peanuts. That's funny
9: shit. That's good. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that's good. Someone had some
3: fun. Uh, but yeah, check. The, un, unfortunately, it's not streaming. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh. Frustration. Prepare, prepare. Frustration. Prepare for some wet cheeks, cause uh, it's just he's it's
9: such a. Such a triumph for the will. Triumph. No. It's like Re- a Lester. Oh, oh, wet your oh, your Cheeks under your, your eyes. The yeah. face, Brian. You said prepare You gross. said prepare for wet. By the way, that's not like a fucking threat. That's a threat. By the way, prepare for wet cheeks. <laughs> I walked right into that one. Have
3: you not seen The Elephant Man, Brian? No. Are you going to watch it? Uh, if I sign, I will see it. You won't watch it otherwise. It, yeah, I, it's hard I, to believe I have it's, a number
9: of films in my queue.
3: It's hard to, Mel, you know what? Mel Brooks put uh, David Lynch, this kind of gave David Lynch his, his career, obviously. Uh, you never guess this, but Mel Brooks loved... Loved, loved. head so much. He definitely he thought of uh, David Lynch right away to mm-hmm. direct Elephant Man of all things. I go. would not have. I would have not made that connection.
9: So is Miss Movies going to give us our listener top five? Is that what's going to work this week? I might need to set her up. I don't know.
3: Turn on your mic, there, Miss Moves. Turn on. She doesn't know how to do that. This is a disaster. Welcome to the After Disaster with Miss Movies and uh, Brian and Anderson. Hey, Miss Moves. Did you know that the Elephant Man could not? Um, I should show some respect, Joseph. Uh, he actually called him John in the movie, but do you know that he could not lay his head down on his bed, or else he would asphyxiate because of the shape of his uh, enlarged, uh, unusually large skull?
9: That's our thing to learn. He had to
3: sleep with his head on his knees, Brian. Pooh bastard! Sounds terrible.
8: Must be pretty flexible.
9: It's not what I was looking for from the pregnant woman. I was looking for <laughs> That's some all more empathy. Top five time from the listeners. Miss Movies is here to do Logan's job for him because he's derelict in his duties. So, Miss Movies, how's it going, first of all?
8: Hey, it's going really good.
9: Good. Let's hear the listener top five as voted on our uh, Facebook and Twitter.
8: Listener top five. Number five, The Fighter.
3: Yeah. Good
9: choice. Good choice. Number four, Blow. Mm. Blow? Mm. That's not a great movie. Hey, Bobcat's in it, though. That is true. Bobcat is in it. As is Pee Wee. As is Paul Rubens.
8: Number three, The Social Network.
9: Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic.
8: Number 2 Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. I wow, random
9: choice. Oh, my, number well, 2. A great fucking movie. It's very good. But so reminds good. me we got to do Top 5 con men. Speely. Top, Speely. top 5 con men. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay.
8: And number 1 as voted on by the listeners, Goodfellas. That's Logan's
9: catchphrase. You can't actually say that. Toss He's going to charge you 15% co-
8: allegedly. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Those are all movies that would have been on my
3: list. Uh, here are my Ulcerans. That I thought we weren't doing were this. We're already on other lists, Brian. You don't listen uh, to me, and I'm I don't sorry. listen to you. I'm sorry. Birdman of Alcatraz. <laughs> Those are prison movies. I almost, oh, you know what? Let's do this hipster style next okay. time. Okay. Because there's so many movies on this list, I could have easily done a hipster list. It would have been fun. Yeah. The Longest Day, I think it was on my war movies. It was at least on uh, Ulcerans. The Great Escape, war movies. Patton, war movies. Badlands, narrated, and 50s films. Badlands, see, it's already... Papillon, Papillon, prison films. Uh, Midnight Express, prison films. Escape from Alcatraz, prison films. Do you see a... I do, I do see a pattern. Raging Bull, sports movies. Uh, Goodfellas, non-traditional gambling scenes. I kind of wasted it, man. I should have saved Goodfellas. How about that? Eight Men Out, sports, talk radio. Now on Instant. (laughs) I think I just did that like last (laughs) week. Awakenings, movies that made you cry. Rudy Sports, Rudy Sports. Braveheart, worst movie dads. Really? That's the only... Way, place that uh, Braveheart's really been mentioned as worst yeah, movie deaths guess so Terrible <laughs> Hachiko Movies That Made You Cry The Social Network The Vaulties uh, was on, The Social Network was on The Vaulties The Fighter was also on The Vaulties I Love You Philip Morris was also on The Vaulties um, and then Stander was on Heist Movies How about that? So these are all movies that could have would have been on my list
9: Movies that will come up Knocking before or, the but, I can't remember off. exactly which I didn't write down which list have have they were Knocked off Silicon Valley Pirates Pirates of the Valley of the Silicon You should watch that quiz show permanent midnight was on drug addicts oh wait catch me mm-hmm. if you can
3: uh opening sequences
9: shattered glass which i think i made you watch uh you did. Not, hoosiers not that good. and uh, awakenings like you mentioned all were the entries oh you had, had awakenings on there i almost made the list instead of uh but you know i chose over it was the diving bell and the butterfly what made anderson cry more awakenings or the elephant man Probably Elephant Man. Nope. Awakening. Really? Number
3: one. Wow. Remember I had to leave the theater because I go. Going... <laughs> <laughs> you were making a noise. I was making a horrible sound.
9: Speaking of horrible sounds, Miss Movies next. Wow. Oh, it's that timing in Anderson. What time You know, time? My, my dad listened to the show for the what? first time because my mom forced no. him to. And his feedback, by the that way, first of me. all, he doesn't like you. Feedback Shocking. was, uh, don't like Anderson. Number two, uh, he's like, I kind of like when you guys do the Amazon stuff. Do you think he's listening to this one? <laughs> I can tell him to fuck himself. Oh, come on. Doesn't that's like my dad. Me? Yeah, I know. He doesn't like me. I was joking about that part. Fuck you, Mr. I was joking Really? About that part. Now you you feel tell bad, me that you? now. Yeah, I feel bad. I but he was serious him. about the Amazon stuff. So I kind of like the Amazon part. I'm like, well, that's... Back on a compliment. I appreciate that. Uh, So many things on Amazon we got to go through because it's been two two weeks of backlog purchases. But You guys are doing a great job clicking through the AndersonAndBrian.com link on our page. Uh, A couple interesting purchases. Uh, Someone bought a uh, purely yours breast pump. Uh, Miss Movies, I assume you know what that's all about. Someone got a uh, Canon DSLR camera. That is a pricey item, so thank you. Someone got a black laptop, 15.6 inch. That's very cool. Someone got a a Samsung LED TV. Someone got a Philips Norelco electric shaver. Yeah, that's I what why I you would mark that to, to read. Uh, someone got a Kindle Fire, an Apple iPod, a mm. Garmin uh, GPS receiver with a heart rate monitor. I guess you can uh, tell if you're still alive as One you're going When the cops places. are chasing you, you like, right. I know where to go and I know how <laughs> fast. I'm scared I am. Someone got a uh, dresser. Someone got a wood DVD CD cabinet. Mm. A balance board, like the kind that Corolla talks about. Someone mm. got a balance board. Someone got a... Uh, this is an interesting item: a uh, grinder kit, a lithium-ion cordless grinder kit. You think I anyone's ever some
3: sort of click-through tool? Bought something that they ended up killing someone with?
9: Uh, the grinder kit would probably work for that. Someone bought a sixteen, count them, 'em, sixteen, uh, like office phones. So someone's setting up a, an office. Thank, thank you for shopping through the phone vault. Uh, appreciate that. Someone got a, a beanbag chair. Someone got a Fonzie poster, Henry Winkler from hey. Happy Days. I don't know what hey. you're gonna do with that. Someone got a uh, room, ironically, because you're a hipster. A massaging action teether for, but well, presumably, a child.
3: Why? Wait, wait. Why would I say that? Thank you very much for buying the phone. Yeah. Why? Poster. Why? That's why? Very would you, nice of you. Why are you abusing? That's not true. Why I kind of want to put one on my house now. I want to put a like, really nice, expensive frame around it and have it like right over my fireplace. I
9: think it's hey. something, something about the weather is turning uh, our female listeners a little randy. Because someone yeah. got a uh, waterproof mini massager. Hell yeah. And someone got a uh, Doc yeah. Johnson yeah. Lucid Dream 14 multi-speed waterproof G-spot vibrator. Hell yeah. And someone got something called a red sex monster. Ooh. I don't know what that is. Male enhancement, 10 caps. What? And someone got a rock chick bullet vibrator. And that is 100% true. It's so thank proof? you for getting those. Someone got a gopher trap, which uh, I don't think is a sexual device. Oh, that's mean. Don't kill them. A gopher trap. Maybe it kills, it just captures them. Someone yeah, got absolutely. some uh, some jello shot syringes, which I guess you're going to use if you want a bar. Wait, um, do you need syringes? Really, I appreciate that. They bought through, but can't you just pour it? Someone got... Do you need a so, syringe? The fact that someone got some comic book dividers in in uh, pack of twenty five is interesting, but they are mm. under sports and outdoors. I don't think that's anything to do with sports or outdoors.
3: Yeah, but it's like sports collectibles and like uh, you know sports cards. And the whatnot. guy who's
9: buying that is not doing sports Keeping or anything outdoors. Comic book store. Uh, someone got a uh, good night bunion adjustable Pro foot. So good night bunions. <laughs> and uh, your dad someone dad
3: says you like it. He liked it last week, and now you're. Do- it seems
9: like you're doing triple long. Well, we had Try a couple to weeks daddy. to catch up with. Trying to impress daddy. Also, someone got uh, Gringo Bandito hot sauce. That's Dexter Holland's Ooh, hot sauce. Very and good. what would an Amazon purchase be without you sick bastards buying Why? astronaut ice cream? Why are they sick? Astronaut ice cream. Someone got an uh, ice cream sandwich. I know they made those. And a 10-pack. A 10-pack! Someone got a 10-pack of ice cream sandwiches. So this is like, I'm assuming you <laughs> Someone got you the make space food yourself? sampler. The space food sampler with astronaut ice cream and space food sticks. I know what space sticks are, but that's probably what you make after you have space ice cream. You know what you're getting
3: for birthday. <laughs> when is your Fuck. birthday brother.
9: It was ten, 10 days ago. Oh, really? No. Since September.
3: <laughs> oh,
9: it's coming up. Movie time. <sighs>
3: Movies that were bought by you through clicking through. Batman Begins, Fantastic Election Hell to the yeah. Dark Knight, Fantastic. The People versus George Lucas Love that movie, Brian mm. talked about it just last week. Alien Quadrology. Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. <laughs> Quadrilogy. Wow. They need to stop <laughs> making those just cuz it's hard for me to That's say. That's right. And then so like trilogy truth, plus one. And then truth. Why would you buy that? <laughs> and why would you Why would you mark that one, Brian? Why would you buy the <laughs> inconvenient truth? Just to prove to someone it's terrible and sit down and watch it with them? Batman Begins. Uh, Born on the 4th of July.
1: Not my watch.
3: Dicker Jeeves. Yeah.
9: <laughs> Born
3: on the 4th of July. You know, it's seen part, it of a, part of a trilogy.
9: That's right. Part of a trilogy. It'll be a non-trilogy. Yeah, be, uh,
3: over, Oliver Stone will be a trilogy Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Get shorty. All right. Get shorty. Goodfellas. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to read that one. I don't know why you would why? put that, Brian. Why? I love you, man. Brian, why'd you put that one? Mission Impossible. Ghost Protocol. I saw that. You know why I saw why? that? Because it was good. Because of the uh, trailer, because I was getting to get to watch an entire sequence of uh, Dark Knight, which was fantastic. Senna, which is a great one. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, it's a decent Coen Brothers movie. Shallow Grave. We talked about that, I think, last week when I was answering one of my uh, listener mm, uh, awesome. emails. Sleeping Dogs Lie. This will be fun. Miss Movies, you know about Sleeping Dogs Lie? You know what it's about? I'll tell you what it's about. It's about a girl who blows a dog <laughs> The Dark Knight. <laughs> they throw a Stand by me. <laughs> they throw uh, a a fire. The Shining. <laughs> the Shining, the thing, <laughs> the usual suspects, he flip you. This Boy's Life, uh, Tropic Thunder, Tucker and Dale vs.
9: Evil, Wild at Heart, and World's Greatest Dad. Two uh, Bobcat movies on Good it. job, everyone. Sorry for the extra long Amazon read, but I think Holy people shit. enjoy them. Uh, we appreciate all the purchases you guys make through Amazon.com. Anderson, Blows it. Right Anderson the and so. Brian is where you go. Do so your tastefully, regular though. shopping.
3: We appreciate It's Done, it's done The Red Rocket is not seen <laughs>
9: yeah welcome back thanks once again to Arcade High they're our feature artists this week then electro producer Ryan Bussel or Bussel I'll say Bussel Pittsburgh PA Anderson Pittsburgh PA gotcha. check them out AndersonAndBrian.com is where you can find more information on them and their right, album it. The Art of Youth and joining us in the studio first time in a long time Miss Movies
8: it's been a long time. Yeah. It Welcome has. back.
9: Thank you for coming back.
8: Hey, thanks for having me. So
9: lots of changes in your life. You want to update the listeners on what's going on. You uh, you have a big, uh, uh, big thing you're expecting.
8: Right. In about 12-ish weeks.
9: Yeah. A child. A little boy. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, you yeah, have one of each. You have a boy and a girl. One okay, of each. So you're a breeder. Let's move on.
8: Okay. This is exciting. <laughs> to <the mic>. <laughs> are Talking
3: right? to the
9: microphone.
8: All right.
3: Deck in, right into I'm it. Here. Don't be afraid I'm here. of it. It's you not going you w- pregnant. If not you want to send Miss
9: Movies a, uh, a congratulatory... Uh uh, gift for her baby arrival. Wow, that's it's asking a lot. Click through uh, the Amazon link.
3: Anderson that's a good
5: point. That's a good point.
3: Click right <laughs> through there. Hey, I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'd like to apologize to the listeners. For oh, for the, what? The Exorcist and not having more um, research on it. I just know that I love that movie and I feel like we haven't really talked about it on the show and uh, it was a good excuse to do it. I know that it's probably not completely based on fact. <laughs> you don't think it's completely based on fact? I think there might be some discrepancies in the uh, the script right. versus the They've real life. Some liberties. They've taken some liberties. However, right. I mean 10, it's a great movie, and uh, if you believe and, and it is based on some merits of fact, right? And if you wa- go in watching it that way, it'll be even more scary. You know what I'm saying? And I
8: have a good story about Linda Blair and William Friedman. Let's talk
3: about that because you started to tell me in the other room, and I, I said, did. And I did. And then said. you
8: stopped me and, and said, Let's talk about this later. I held
3: a finger up to her lip, and I went,
9: Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you ran your hand down the back backward of her cheek backwards. Yes. Exactly.
8: Now, I told this story on my podcast with my episode with Allison. you have Rosen. a podcast? I do. What's it called? I don't know. Uh, Miss Movies Minute. We plug it uh, every show.
3: That's a clever name. I like that.
8: I know. How long is it? It's one minute. That is. So I talk really fast. Really?
9: How long, right. is, how long is how the podcast? Only a minute. It's yeah. one minute yeah. strung yeah. together 30 times. <laughs> That's right. It's a half hour. Okay. That's like a 25-minute podcast, right?
3: hmm You know um, John Wayne was a freaking first choice to play a That's Lieutenant Kinderman? That's great. Do you know that? John Wayne. <laughs> but so, he had found out that he had contracted stomach cancer, so he couldn't do it.
9: No, yeah. That'll put it down around your day.
3: Orson Welles, James Cagney. Jack Palance and uh, Gregory and Peck, cancer. as well as uh, Lee J. Cobb, were all approached. <gasps> Lee J.
9: Cobb? Lee J. Cobb. What's your story in this movie? He took the role.
8: All right, so William Friedkin had spoke at a class that I took at USC, and he was saying how, when he was casting <laughs> the part of Linda Blair's part, um, he was interviewing the last few girls, and he said, how do you feel about the scene where you're going to need to masturbate with a crucifix? <laughs> Spoiler and, alert. He had said the
3: her not just re- masturbate, violently right. stab your private area.
8: <laughs> so with a
9: sharp. Cursor. Is not all ladies do it? Her I'm,
8: response is how know, he wondering. cast her okay. because she said, "Well, masturbation is you know pretty natural, so I think I'd be you know fine with that."
3: Sure, that's <laughs> and a good he response. Just was
8: floored by her <laughs> matter of maturity. factness, exactly.
3: So, what did her parents think at the time? though? That's the thing. That's the, you, have them, you have to ask them. You have to ask them. Because she was 14 when she made that.
9: Or actually, probably closer to 12. Uh, weird. Okay, okay, back to the task at hand. Miss Movies joins us from time to time. Not in a while, weird. actually. For a second, we call red light, weird. green light. She's going to pitch us some movies that are actually in production, actually being made. Uh, and we will look forward and say, yes, we are a red light this, and yes, we would green light this. A rare
3: look into the future for us over yes. here at the film vault. Usually, always we're all looking, about looking past. Always
9: looking over our shoulders. That's right. So pitch us some films, Miss Movies, actual movies and actual production.
8: My first film is called Now You See Me. It is about FBI agents who track a team of illusionists Ooh. who pull off bank heists during their performances. Wow, sounds very point-breakish. And reward the audience with money. Wow.
3: By I figured director. you'd get pretty easily. What? So they're just buying their shit from them? They're like, here, we're going to steal from you and then we'll reward you by giving you cash. No, they're bank robbers, you said. Yes, bank And they robbers. reward... They reward who? The audience with money. Yes. Which sure. makes no sense. They're stealing their pocket watches and giving they them cash. No. They make it rain. No. They make it rain. So they're buying gold, pretty much. We buy our gold, but we're through magic. All right. What's, who's
9: going on in this film?
8: Um, director Louis <laughs> Letrier? I don't oh, know. Clash huge. of the Titans, Transporter. Ooh. Uh, starring Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, <laughs> Isla Fisher, and Dave Franco.
3: This is
9: a movie that will not be made. Really? doesn't make sense. No, make sense. great cast. I love Woody Harrelson. I will see almost anything he's in. Does it say genre? Thriller. This doesn't make sense, does it? With Jesse Eisenberg in the lead? Mm. I'm into it, though. I like the idea of it. Based on the director's track record and, and I'm green lighting, a little bit sure. of uneven material, I, I, I'm not feeling good things about this. I would say red light, although, do you love Woody Harrelson? I agree.
3: Red. I agree.
8: Morgan oh. Freeman and Michael Caine together? That could be. Back again. It could be a good They've yeah, never the dark, been together. I don't think Rises they've
3: Rises ever been terrible. in a movie together. <gasps> Wait a minute. They have been the Dark Knights. <clears throat> I was joking for those of you who are a little bit dim. That's right. Don't be dim.
9: What do you think of the Dark Knight Rises Ms. movies? I haven't seen it. She's well, then, afraid her baby shit.
3: will, will s-
9: <laughs> slip out with all that bass. <laughs> don't see that <laughs> in IMAX. That's
3: going to be detrimental.
9: That'll, in, that'll induce pregnancy right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, delivery.
3: I want to be, okay. a, I'd go back in time and be born in the theater. Kind of like Bane was born in a prison. <laughs> I was born in a theater. <laughs>
9: <laughs> and, like, instead of a mask on, like, Bandy, you have 3D goggles. I was born during The Exorcist. <laughs> All right, next movie.
8: Next movie The Bitter Pill. <laughs> a woman turns to prescription medication as a way of handling her anxiety concerning her husband's upcoming release from prison. Ooh. Director Steven Soderbergh, mm-hmm. starring Rooney Mara, Channing Tatum, and Jude Law.
9: I just uh, recorded uh, uh, *Contagion* on my DVR, so it's on there off HBO. Mm-hmm. So I'll be seeing that hopefully soon. Fantastic! Did you see movie. it? Very good movie. Yes. Really solid, solid movie. Yes. I don't remember you being that up in the air about. It. I mean, that, I don't uh, know if I ever talked about, about it on, on the show. Oh, maybe that's why. I, I it it again, why. I don't think I had a chance to talk. Who's about in it again? Refresh my memory. Star Soderbergh directing.
3: Jude Law, Chatham, Channing Tatum,
5: and Rooney Mara.
3: Oh, Rooney Mara is also in it. She's a whore. I don't like her.
9: Find that Rooney Mara to be delightful.
3: What if i work with these people one day it's gonna be very uncomfortable it's not likely yeah it's, it's kind of likely they won't have heard this that's a good point That's a great point. that's a very valid point actually no they're all Narsa and they're probably yeah, <laughs> they probably will give a chance hey this is about movies maybe uh maybe uh they talk about me yeah Rooney, um, you're a cunt They're so- soderberg all over like, the place right I'm sorry my language quality of his films language. um yeah this could go either way because I really was disappointed with that Magic Mike. I mean, there's nothing to look at except for Hot Dancer Dudes. That was, was that the best Zuckerberg? part of the movie.
8: Is that yeah. geared towards you?
3: No, I'm saying that, that was, that's not why I would go see a movie normally. Yet yeah, that was the only good thing about the, the movie. Everything beyond the dancing was awful.
9: Had it not been for Haywire, which I really wanted to see okay. and ended up being just kind of bleh, it was all right. Uh, I might be more enthusiastic in this, but now I have to get a red light.
3: I'm green in it. Wow. <laughs> I can't knock Greenberg. Uh, Greenberg. Greenberg. <laughs> Soderbergh is green for me Steven every single Gro- time. Soder- God, he's prolific. He makes so many goddamn movies. He does. Jesus. You know that Woody Allen makes one a year? He's uh, lost in a lot of people. He makes one a year.
9: Yeah, I don't think they all get wide releases. Thumbs up to him. I guess there's people mm-hmm. out there who will see his films. Yeah, I, I greenlight anything Soderbergh, uh,
3: Soderbergh does there. There you go. He's, She's very worried about her her husband getting out of jail. I wonder who's getting out of jail. Who is it? Channing? You think it's Channing getting out of prison?
8: I'm going to guess. I
3: could see Tatum in, in prison. I'd, I'd enjoy that.
9: That'd Who's the great. other one? Jude Law?
8: Jude. Hey, mm. Jude.
9: No, Jude's no. probably going
3: to be a prosecutor. Jude would but
9: not do well in prison, by no. the way. Jude no. Law would, would be Channing a popular man. Do, don't wouldn't do too good either. But Channing Tatum's big. He could probably fight awesome what would you
3: Who would you rather watch get uh, taken taken over, overpowered in prison? Miss Moves. Would it be Channing or Jude? Who would you enjoy watching more?
8: Uh, neither and that's why why not just both of them together at the same time oh, with each other good answer <laughs>
3: there very we go.
9: good answer that is the correct answer it was a I trick read quietness. like this yes. conversation very yes. smart I read like this that is question. the correct answer <laughs> next film
8: <laughs> next film is human nature
9: Ooh. wait wasn't that the uh, she had me at Hume? wait wasn't that the same as the um, yes the it's very forces very, of nature no, no human. No. The, human God nature, damn it. It, yeah it's <laughs> it's Kaufman, Coughlin,
3: yeah, Kaufman, Charlie Kaufman movie directed by Gondry Michelle Williams. Yes, and uh, awful. Yep, Human really nature. Terrible. Really terrible film. It was uh, Tim Robbins and uh, Richard
9: E. Terrible Iffons movie.
3: I'm going to go back. Are we going back in time now in Red lighting? Because uh, okay, if so. we're going okay.
9: forward. Another film called Human Nature. Oh, really?
8: This is uh, about a man who is cryogenically frozen for years, and he awakens to find a world where humans are no longer the dominant species. What are lizards? Director Darren Aronofsky. Oh. <laughs> and starring George Clooney. <coughs>
9: wow. This falls through. This doesn't make it to, to the screens. Wow. I wonder what the dominant species is or are or if there's more than one. So, look, there it is right there. Human, human nature. nature. Terrible film. Yeah.
8: We're looking at the 2001 human nature oh. poster.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Aronofsky, anything his name is associated with? Uh, of course I say yes. Uh, however, this doesn't sound like a movie that's going to get uh, made. Does it? What
9: did he make after The Wrestler? Has he made anything since then? No.
8: Black Swan.
9: Oh, there
0: absolutely. you go. There yes, you
9: go. Thank absolutely. You for it. Thank you. That was a bit of, of, of Yes, Greenlight. I all that I'll out. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll not cut that out. We I'll will absolutely out. see this. I'll absolutely see this uh, This film. This is very interesting material. And uh, George Clooney, I don't know if he gets his due as a movie star. The guy's a star, man. He takes up the whole screen. But you know the problem with the cloonster Hmm? I can't believe I just said that.
3: Uh, the problem with the cloonster is that he is always the cloonster, I mean, I never lose sight of him. His gray salt and pepper head. That's right. He's always buffed Dr. Drew to me. Uh, he never <laughs> ever uh, transcends into a, a, the, whatever character he's playing. Sure. The closest he ever did, ironically, is from the first time I've ever seen him in the big screen, which was Dustled Duck. Yeah. Since then. I was half joking. That actually it was probably a <laughs> That's the closest he's Great come from. to transcend. He always plays like the reasonable, smart, likable mm. guy. It's almost like he's afraid to play the, the dick. Right. I would like to play,
9: see him evil. I would like to see him play a bad guy, too, like the like the villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd I be agree. Good.
3: Um, Just to let you know, though,
9: mm-hmm. the movie, apparently,
3: I remember reading about it. Which one? Aaron Aronofsky. Oh, yeah. He's actually uh, shooting it right now, and it's called Noah. And it's scheduled this film. for him out in 2014. So I believe that what Miss Movies brings us is very rumored. Very rumored. Because he's working on it. He's actually shooting a movie right now with Emma Watson and uh, Russell Crowe. Well, that's
9: boring. Yes.
8: says that it's... Script has been oh approved. Okay. Yes,
9: okay. all right. All right, one last movie, please.
8: One last
5: movie.
9: You know what? No, about you guys. You mm-hmm. want to take a wild guess? What? It's about um, Noah and the Ark. Yeah. Oh, it's about the fucking Ark. a <laughs> <The> fucking Ark. <laughs> it's gonna be good. a great story. Arc. Good. Yeah. Lots of animals. Mm-hmm.
8: So coming out soon because we do various stages of development. Anna Karina. Trapped in a Loveless Marriage, Anna looks for a better life, but finds only a more complicated one.
9: Now, is, forgive my ignorance, is this a remake of the old film or is this a novel that they're readapting? I don't know it's anything about Anna Karina.
8: The novel.
9: Okay, I didn't I'm know I'm sure it was a novel.
8: there's been other movies. Right. So this is a new okay. update. I'm this assuming. sounds like something
3: they'd make me read in seventh grade. Mm. Yeah. I'd be upset.
8: And I think they have it on lists. So who's yeah.
9: trapped in a Loveless Marriage? Um, sounds It's Keira Knightley. Oh, terrible.
8: This is uh, directed by Joe Wright, who did Ooh, Hannah, Atonement, and Ooh, Pride and Prejudice. Hannah!
9: Three strikes.
5: Hannah! No. overrated. The, screen, right.
8: the screenplay is by Tom Stoppard. How dare
5: you.
3: <laughs> by what? By who? Tom Stoppard. Oh, stop it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
9: so pleased. I read. So I pleased. absolutely
3: Read. Read. Feels good to do it, and
8: another Jude Law film. No,
3: we don't talk about Jews that way. That's the red
9: shirt. You know what? He's been in this episode
8: eye. quite a Jude quite Law few is times.
3: dominating this episode. That's yeah. right.
9: This is all Jude all the time. <laughs> Welcome to Jude Vault. <laughs> Jude Vault.
3: Hey, new Jude news this week. Uh, stop talking about the Jewish people in that way. We had Schindler's List on one on, on my list. That's right. It's all time. Jews and Jude. Uh, listen to me. I red lit and I listen I, to me.
9: I, I suggest you doing it because it feels good. It's the first red light I've done in a while. I've given months. out a few this episode and uh, I will have to red light this one. I hate yeah. to not got a red light, mm. but uh who needs to see that? I don't know. Yeah. No.
8: Okay. Thank you.
3: Absolutely not. I red light now if this gets made, I'm gonna be very upset. Now you're gonna... it's coming it be,
8: out in November. It should
3: be pointed out that uh art. Our, our track record is not good. We've greenlit some terrible, oh, terrible yes, movies yes. and redlit some uh, fantastic movies. I think, the, like, first we we like I think the first time we ever did this. social network. I think the first time we
9: ever did this, I greenlit G- Jersey Girl. I was oh, very I excited say, for of Jersey Of course you would be. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Very excited. Do you have anything autographed by uh, Will Smith, Brian, Ke- your Will house? Smith or Kevin
3: Smith? Kevin Smith is what I The answer
9: is yes to both, so the a trick question. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. Do you really? <laughs> not Will Smith,
3: no. No? Kevin Smith, do you have something autographed by him? Absolutely. He's a hero of mine. <laughs> Do you have any regrets? Is it is it is it is it, is it displayed anywhere in your home?
9: Or uh, in the no, drawer? my regret is it's not displayed. Did it used to be displayed? Yeah, and the wife it, made you put she, it away. Uh, when I moved in with her, it didn't, kind of... it didn't. It was it coincided. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, like a, a. I have a framed signed clerk's poster mm-hmm. that he signed for me, and also uh, the 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 forward to his book he signed. I want to get that two signatures in your house. I want to get them matted. Okay. Sorry, I asked. So gambling, you have the gambling results. I do. And your Logan is completely Are we done with derailed. red light,
3: green light. I was enjoying that. Do you
9: want to do one more? I was enjoying. I was quite enjoying that. Oh, yeah, we can do one more. So you have one a, one. you have you have another movie,
3: right? I do. All right, let's, let's do bring, one. More. Let's
8: bring back another favorite. Okay, Evil. You may have heard that this is the script has been greenlit. It's just called Evil. Uh huh. Holy the shit. Chronicle of Evil Knievel's life. <gasps> oh. With a focus on his major stunts, of the nineteen sixties and seventies.
9: This is a bi-effect that needs to happen. So let's hope there's some good people involved. Starring Channing Adam Tatum, no, oh. as evil Knievel. Really, evil Knievel's not okay. There's nothing like <laughs> not Channing good Tatum.
8: looking. Tatum's no, and he's also not buff. To... Everything. And director Rick Roman, Mwah? Uh, wow. Uh, apparently, he's been a stunt person oh, for years. Like he did stunts for Total Recall, Hook, and True Romance.
3: So and what, what is, is this? Is this uh, this just the script has been greenlit, but it, they're not shooting this yet?
9: Right, that is correct. hmm. It breaks my heart, mm-hmm. but I got a red light. Like this I, Channing Tatum is nothing like Evil Can Evil. Knievel was like a wispy, angry guy. Like I don't, I don't know why Channing Tatum. Who, who would come.
8: you cast?
9: Um, Tom Hardy clearly. <laughs>
8: no, <laughs> wispy, wispy, and angry.
3: Who would? That's a good one. Joseph
8: Gordon-Levitt.
3: No, to. Have you? <laughs> you know what and by the way, it's not been mentioned on this year's program, uh, but I've been disturbed now for many many weeks because uh, I, I don't even
9: know Matthew McConaughey. I've been seeing a lot. Oh, not bad. Matthew McConaughey, not bad. Evil Evil I think, was a Southerner. I'm going to go with Nikki Cat. Yeah, yeah. Nikki Michael Kat. Bean. What was I thinking? Oh, Michael, Michael Bean. Michael Bean, of
3: course. Uh, listen, it's it's been happening to me for a while because I've been seeing a lot of these summer summer movies in theaters. And uh, every time that goddamn Looper comes on, I freak the fuck out. What is Looper? It's the one with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh,
8: we did that one for. Did we? Red Light, Green Light.
3: Previously, it freaks me out. Because it's scary. of
8: the fact that the makeup makes him look so good. Like,
3: three hours. He spent three hours in the crazy. chair every morning. What's this he, film about? It's about. Uh, I'm sure they give away all the good plot points in the trailer, right. which I've like seen nine times now. But he's got a job where he lives in the past, and he just – like the mafia of the future sends people to the past through a wormhole, and he just appears. Wow. A guy guy appears, and all he has to do is shoot him out in the cornfield. The guy just appears, and he knows when to be, where to be. And then he sees himself appears from the future, and he's playing a young Bruce Willis, and it's freaky. Wow. the first time I saw the trailer, I'm like, my friend worked on this, and I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt was on this, but that's not him. It looks like him. It reminds me of him, but it's like an uglier version of him. It's just makeup, and it looks just like a young Bruce Willis. Wow. It's fucking amazing.
9: All right, I'll check this out.
3: Green light that, red light what you just said. <laughs> what were you talking about? Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel, yes. Yeah, Not totally. bad on the, uh, Matthew McConaughey. You see Lincoln Lawyer? It's streamy right now. You should oh,
9: Ryan Philippe. That's enjoy. what I'd put in. No, Ryan Philippe's way too pretty.
3: <laughs> way too pretty. <laughs> How uh, about Chris Tucker should come back and play him? Okay, I can see that. Yeah, in white I can totally see that. In whiteface. In
5: whiteface? <laughs> yeah,
0: David
9: Spade!
3: <gasps> oh, that'd oh be perfect. Oh, my God. T- stunt casting. I can't really picture Evil Knievel. The only time that I ever see Evil was like when I was over at Ace and I because of that big giant poster. Up. Right. Ace, Angry was... blonde guy.
9: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could play him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How about Anderson? I mean, he already has the broken back.
3: Blonde? Yeah. yeah, Broken? I got a bunch of broken bones? <laughs> Uh, because I can't act and I don't, I don't
9: get along well with others. Maybe that's <laughs> why. <laughs> okay,
8: that doesn't stop many people though. It's
9: true. Gambling results. We All gambled. Right, two weeks ago, or last week. I don't remember what the hell we did, but we. And Batman Michael was- Hall. Yeah. yeah he can play. That's right.
8: Okay. It was last week that it okay. aired.
3: Okay. Oh, that's right.
8: But you were two weeks. It was two ago. Two weeks ago, we recorded. James Franco.
3: I could see him playing
9: him. That's right.
8: What about Dave Franco?
9: Who's that? His little brother. He
5: was I don't in like. The, I
3: don't like little brothers. He's little in
9: the guy. fucking movie. The, why don't we 21 just cast Jonah Hill? Ooh,
3: Rory Culkin. <laughs> Rory Culkin. Macaulay Evil Culkin. Evil. What am
9: I thinking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The good Culkin. <laughs>
3: let's spend, let's do, <laughs> next episode, let's just do nothing but try and figure out who should play Eagle <laughs> Team for a full hour. <laughs> Tweet
9: us. We'll do a full hour. <laughs> All right. Okay. Gambler is awesome.
8: Okay, so last week you did The Dark Knight Rising. Oh, that was really close, wasn't it? Anderson bet 94%, mm-hmm. and Brian 92%. Ooh. Currently, 253
3: reviews have come in. Wait, we did 92 and 94?
9: Yeah. No. We did. Where was I? I don't remember we that. You were 94. I was 92. I don't remember that happening, though. Well, it's on, it's on tape. Mm-hmm. So it's out there. It's pretty much an over-under. Yeah. If it's 93, we'll tie. And if it hits 93, what do
3: we do? We just punch it's each other going until, to. until <laughs> someone
9: loses consciousness?
3: That's usually how we figure <laughs> out. awesome. There. Thank you. That's how we decide Arm wrestle? all,
9: all debts on the
3: show. <laughs> just one, two, three, and then start punching like hockey players. Okay. Right.
8: <laughs> so the Rotten Tomatoes score
3: is...
5: Eighty-six percent. Son of a
3: bitch! What's wrong with you people? Love your little movie, your fanboys. God damn it! <laughs> For those keeping score, that F. means Brian's the
8: winner.
3: Do you know yeah, the yes. girl at home gets so Brian mad at me wins. because I'm like, I Brian gotta watch Ian Overboard wins. right now. And she, you know what she says? I'm what? like, Honey, you want to watch a movie? She's like, What well, movie? I'm like, Overboard. It just came in the mail today. She's like, What is it about? I'm like, 1988. It's uh, Kurt Russell and uh, and Goldie Hawn. He's like, She and she looks at me. She goes, You lost again, did <laughs> She knows.
9: She's uh, like, "What's wrong with you? Uh, how do you keep losing? This? How do you keep losing? God damn it! It's embarrassing." Oh, does he keep losing? All right, buddy, you're gonna see Friday Night Lights. It's a good movie, and you should appreciate the fact that I'm making you, you watch a really copy? good movie. You have a copy? I uh, do not. Mm-hmm. Do I? I actually might. Shit.
3: It's
9: you can come over my house if you want to. Negative. Okay.
3: All right. That's good. okay. So Thanks, this guys. week. Oh yeah, that's right. Coming up, gambling.
9: Oh, coming up.
3: Thank you, uh, female Logan.
9: You actually, you know what? Thank you, Pretty Logan. i was not yeah. calling you Pretty Logan. Pretty Logan. Prettier Logan. Logan's pretty.
3: I had a, camp, a camper that looked just like Logan. Ooh. I called him Logan. Mm-hmm. I told him it was like Coming Alderine. out
8: today, Step Up Revolution.
9: <gasps> now we're not dealing on that.
3: Why not? Are we? Have you seen an ad for it? This is the fourth installment of the Step Up. <laughs> Have you seen Step so Up There's got to be something else
9: coming out. This Have you week?
3: seen Step Up 3? I haven't seen any Step Up. Step Up 3. I watched the first 45 minutes of it because I could not stop. I couldn't <laughs> stop. My, my sister and I were watching it. And... uh one of the one of the scenes, a guy was trying to get another guy to do something. It was like a group of guys, and I, this is what he said: "Come on, man, what would Jesus do?" And the guy's like, "All right, all right." He, wow, and, and he capitulated. That's awesome.
9: All right, what else is coming up? All right, you oh guys God, are going to be voting on greatest I've ever seen, The Watch. No, Ooh, no,
3: what? I
8: thought it was
9: Dance which Dance we did for we red did light, green red that light. One? Oh, wow, do you remember the results? Previously. That'd be amazing. Do you remember the results? They of changed that? the name of it, right? Because of the shooting. I don't
8: remember shooting. the
3: results. They changed the name of it. It used to be Neighborhood Neighborhood Watch, Neighborhood right? watch yeah, with, with Akiva Schaefer yeah.
8: as the director. This still is still Vince Vaughn, yes, Vince Vaughn, Ben Vince Stiller, Charlie, Chuck. Jonah Hill.
9: No one there, buddy. No one there.
8: Richard, something. I think
9: That's my dog. It's a ghost. That's my dog.
3: <laughs> is, it, is he looking at the ceiling? Because I heard something in the ceiling. Guys,
8: <laughs> it's footsteps. That lady's here. She's followed you.
3: All okay, right. And the then watch. we're doing Rotten Tomatoes. By the
9: way, Which? You, know, you know what's real about this is my mother. Charlie's barking in the background. My grandson. What? Right. Your mom died. No, she's listening to this right now. Part Charlie. I hope she hasn't died. It'd be terrible. Well, why are you talking about your mom and Charlie's? Cause she's loved it because she's loving. Because you can hear her grandson in the background. Oh, I
3: see. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That's, That's great. I hope you'll enjoy that, Miss Mrs. Bishop, listen. We're doing Rotten Tomatoes now. This is once again. It's just it's actual. Train professionals uh, critiquing movies, right? Is that actual well, these are these are which show are we talking about? We're talking about Rotten Tomatoes. How they come up with that yes. score? Oh, it's yes. not. It's
9: the percentage of critics that give the film a positive review. Right.
3: So it's up or down, thumbs up, thumbs down. Percentage wise. Right. Okay, I got my number.
9: Okay, I have a number. I got a number. So do I. So Is it written okay. down? Yeah. What's your number? Sixty-seven. Seventy-six inverted. Inverted. Wow. 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 Tell As
8: them. of today.
9: I think mine's too high. Shit.
8: With forty-five reviews currently in,
3: high. Akiva's uh, only directed one of the movies, as far as I can tell. What has it been? In that movie was uh, *McGruber*, which wasn't wasn't well received. MacGruber. I think mine's too high. Fuck.
8: It's coming in currently at thirteen percent. Thirteen. You're pad, shitting me? Is it really thirteen <laughs>
5: percent? <laughs> it's pretty, <it's> pretty good. <laughs>
9: Thank you, uh, Miss Movies. Check her podcast out at hitermissmovies.com. Also on iTunes, right? You can, get, uh, you can get it there.
8: That's right. That's right.
9: Hitermissmovies.com. The Miss Movies Minute. Check it out on iTunes. And uh, what's up? Every now and again, a, a, someone who I like will
3: come up to me, someone who I really respect and appreciate in my life, maybe it's from the past, and they'll be like, hey, I don't really get to talk to you much anymore, but I check out that film vault every now and again, and I get very upset with you, and I shudder, and I think, no, but that's not really me. So I just want to give a quick shout out to my, my friend Hollywood. I know you listen and you get very <laughs> upset with me sometimes uh, because of things that I say. Fuck yourself. All right.
9: If anyone has a friend Hollywood, that guy's a drug dealer.
3: Uh, it's not even a guy. Thank Move
9: you. On. Oh. Love love Anderson, you. I love you, though, I apologize
3: com. for everything I said on this episode that made you yell at okay. me.
9: Andersonandbrian.com. You can comment on the episodes. We read them all. At least I do. There's a list of all the films discussed there under honorable mentions. You can get a link to all of our sponsors, all of our new sponsors especially. Uh, check them out. Andersonandbrian.com. Feature artist information, etc., etc. et cetera. Information on upcoming sniff tracks. Yeah, download the last one before the new oh, one we actually going to out. do that? Yeah, that's going to happen. And again, social uh, social network get in touch with us over at uh, Facebook and Twitter at The Film Vault. That's how you vote on our listener top five. Uh, like I mentioned, Miss Movies Minute. It's on iTunes. Hit or miss Who's our musical guest this, this week? I said RK High. Thank you, RK, RK, RK. High. You guys are great.
5: Yeah.
9: Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm.
3: Akiva, I, I don't know how I forgot this. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit off, but he also did Hot Rod, one of the greatest movies of, of our mm-hmm. time. Hot Rod. Akiva also directed Hot Rod. He's one of the three Lonely Island boys. Right? You understand what that means? Nope. It's him, Yorma, and Andy Samberg. We like go three, over this three three each of, time. I don't know, he never knows. He never understands. He never <laughs> Is that remembers. an
9: SNL thing? <laughs> what? Is that an SNL thing? No. The Lonely Island Boys? No, no, no.
3: They took Andy Samberg on. SNL did. But they're were they were independent of SNL. Oh. In fact, that's why Andy, well, Andy's gone now from SNL.
9: Shed a tear. Damn. Shed a tear. Well, there you go. I love that, man. Until next time. We're doing it for Van Gogh.